Blog Talk Radio. This is a test of the Boogie Down Production Prevention Against Suck MCs. In the event of a real emergency, you would have been instructed on which jams to play and how loud to blast your radio. And now, a word from our sponsor.
not a hunter, but I'm told that uh, in places like in the Arctic, where indigenous people uh, sometimes might might hunt a wolf, they, they'll, they'll take a double-edged blade and they'll put blood on the blade and they'll melt the ice and stick the handle in the ice so that only the, the, the blade is protruded and that a wolf will smell the blood and wants to eat and it'll come and lick the blade trying to eat. And what happens is when the, when the wolf
dealing with the available information, upgrading our thing every day. Yeah, that's how the Amaral Squad do it. We keep that upgrade all the time. And so we never, ever, ever speak in terms of just finalities. You know what I'm saying? Like this is final and that is final. You know what I mean? We don't paint that broad brush around here. You know, so we just want to let y'all know that any day a new archaeological find, new DNA evidence, uh, anthropology, paleontology, you know, these things could change our views on certain information. Yeah. And y'all already know it. And so, you know, that's why we study the way we study, and that's why we don't fuck with that religion. Because in religion, you stuck like Chuck. There is no changing your mind in religion. Jesus Christ died for your sins. Jesus Christ died for your sins. And he died on the cross. You can't change it. You can't say he drowned in the river. No. He died on the cross. Ain't no more archaeological finds going to change that. And if it do, it can't go against what it's saying to Bezabel. Muhammad is the last prophet. I say it again. Muhammad is the last prophet. So you ain't going to find no more prophets. Because that's what they say. Yahweh is the God. I'm going to say it again. Yahweh is the God. Ain't no change in that. It is what it is. And you're stuck when you follow these religions. But if you follow your ancestors, you have a deep and rich culture. You can add and subtract. You can take the bitter with the sweet. You can deal with the good. You can deal with the not so good. You can figure it out. You can look back in history and figure out exactly what your ancestors was doing. And if it was negative and it didn't do no good, you don't have to use it. If you find something that was beneficial, you can bring it on forward. And if you look back and don't see what you need to see, you can develop your own ideas and concepts because we are not stuck. We follow nature. And one of the rules in nature is nothing but change is constant. And universe is an ever-changing place. And so scientists are not stuck. Your ancestors were not stuck. That monsoon rains came and the people followed. The monsoon rains left and the people followed. Having to change their culture, having to change their deities, having to navigate nature, because that's exactly what we do. Man, we're going to have a powerful show. Y'all already know what the title is, right? You know, we're going to uh, reveal some very, very interesting information. Uh, Brother Ish, he's going to give him the breakdown with the breakdown. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, y'all know what it is. That's exactly what we're going to do. So uh, let me uh, open line up for my brothers, man. You know what I'm saying? The Amaral Squad. You know what I'm saying? Let me let, let, let me open up and see what the brothers is on the line. Get this in, man. Um, boy, trying to tell you. This interesting thing. Yeah, brother, if you know how you know I looked at that um, documentary, brother. Yeah, you know I mean, I can't even pronounce it. What is that called? The, the Unan uh, Umgaga. <laughs> yeah, it's know what I'm talking about. Let me open up the brother line, man. 
Black African Power. I'm the Raw Squad. Black African Power. I'm the Raw Squad up. Um, how you doing, brother? Hey, man. <laughs> what is it, bro? You know what it is? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everything's going good over here, man. Everything's real good, you know what I'm saying? It's always good to talk to the brothers and stuff and the family. You know, it's all good. Oh, man. you Well, you understand, man. You know, that was an excellent uh, piece of information, man. Mm. Real for good show, For sure. For sure. I would Definitely uh, recommend, you know what I mean, for for all of the listeners to check out the documentary. It's called <clears throat> Secrets of Libya's Black Mummy and the Long Lost North Africans. Again, to repeat that, it's called Secrets of Libya's Black Mummy and the Long Lost North Africans. Man, that's a good, man, that was a real good, um, yeah, I commend you, man. You know, and it and it kind of connected uh, uh, Libya, Egypt, um, Chad. You know, like this one big ass mega car. It was crazy. You know what I'm saying? It showed like the cultural unity between those cultures all the way across the Sahara. And that's you know that's very very interesting. And then what it brought to mind, they talked about certain parts. Let me see. Let me find this real fast. Um. I put the link in the chat room, brother. Oh, you put the link in the chat room for the, uh, yeah, I mean, for the documentary, you right? <laughs> okay. Yes, all right, but it, all right, let me see. I want to, uh, in Mark Bunnell's work, the last book. Yes, sir. Um, he talked about the, one of these old coaches, uh, the cartoon culture. Let me see. And he spoke in terms of this wavy pottery, right? It went back yes. like, talked about like 17,000, 10,000 was crazy as hell, right? And and it's interesting how you how you come up with this documentary. Let me put the um real quick. I want to put that in the chat room for y'all, man. Um back a thing, I'm going to put that in there for you real fast. Um I see got the documentary in there. All right. Me, okay, if we scroll through, uh put the book in there and I want y'all to scroll to y'all get to this map. It's called uh Distribution of Universal Harpoon and Wavy Line Pottery. Okay? Really, that documentary was talking about these brothers that had this, this type of pottery. Okay? Look how What page are we looking for, huh? What, what uh, it's not a page, it's just the mapping. Um, okay. Uh, hold on, let me see. It's in the front of the book. Uh, you oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I see it. It's near the front of the book. It's probably like about yeah, about the about the fourth or fifth. Uh, right after page. the section says map and charts, maps and charts. Exactly. Right. That next page, you turn it over, you'll see this right here: uh, bone harpoons with the dots and the wavy line pottery. And these Italian archaeology actually reconstructed the damn pottery, man. And, and and you see that that color like that, like that Nubian pottery. You see that color in there. And then you see those right. wavy lines on that. And so if you look on this map here, right, you'll actually see, you know, that wavy line pottery right there. But look how Correct. expansive it is. Look how far that's stretching. Now, now, now they're they, they taking it back uh, to a time like 10,000 years ago. See, this is shit niggas don't really, 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 really want to talk about. And everybody yeah, plays you said the N-word. You said the N-word. You said the N-word. Oh, let me take that back. Beat, beat me out. This is what That's people right. don't really want to talk about, right? Is, right. Is because it's predating Egypt for real. 
And see, and see, I don't know why they even give the charge. You know, I'm the wrong squad of being stuck in Egypt. That ain't the truth. Y'all got to be kidding me. We be playing with Egypt because we let you fight back and forth with Egypt and you still lose. That's sure. like the toy toy culture. That's where, you know, they get the most excavation over and doing it back and they spend the most money because they think they got a fighting chance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but for real, like, Egypt is just like the front door for us. Like, Correct. that's the door that you be trying to get in and you want to fight against Egyptians and call them all kind of names, not really understanding their culture. But for real, we can distance ourselves, right, and take you to pottery that's going back 10,000, 5,000 years. And this documentary was talking about the black mummy, right? Okay. You want to tell them why the black mummy is important-ish? Well, certainly. I mean, the black mummy is so important because it's it's predating, you know, mummification in Egypt by over a thousand years. You know, it's 1,500 years before the earliest mummies were even taking place. And this mummification process was done with with such precision. It's, it was it was so well preserved and, and proven to be so far, you know, advanced that it removed all doubt as far as this process that was taking place. Now, this child, which they call it the black mummy because it was clearly a sub-Saharan African child once tested, uh, the child even still had the beads around his neck, which were ostrich eggs mm-hmm. uh, adorning around the neck. And 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 being so well preserved in that mummified state, it totally uh, opened the doors of this civilization that we speak about on Amin Ra Squad. This is a total pre-dynastic in measurement of time type of civilizations. Pre- and this particular pre pre-dynastic, huh? Absolutely pre-dynastic, meaning pre pre-Egypt, pre-when um, they put dates upon Egypt mm-hmm. by thousands and thousands of years. So mm-hmm. it's breaking down, this particular documentary is breaking down, starting from the lakes when the Sahara was no desert, when it was plush grasslands and, and, and plush rivers, they even go into the details of breaking down the rivers by using the NASA satellites, breaking down what's called Paleo Rivers. You can trace mm-hmm. the Paleo Rivers of where it starts at and how it comes from Lake Chad and this entire network of rivers that can still be identified via satellite, being able to find the traces of all of these lakes and all of these rivers that are going through the Sahara. Um, and one of those branches is, of course, the Nile. Um, Egypt as a civilization is the tail end of this civilization in time. It's the tail end of it. It's also hmm. the upper northeast end of this particular empire. This empire covers all of North Africa. Um, I'm posting up in the chat room right now the Paleo River so that the people can actually trace the locations. If you look down at the on the fifth name on this particular blog site, although all of the listings on here have the Paleo Lakes 
are from the satellites. If you look at the fifth one, you'll find the most accurate area of what we're talking about. It says ancient river channels, and it deals with central Sahara watershed and present-day limit of the Sahara. All of that area from the green line upwards is all plush and, and fertile territory. So these were all parts of African civilizations. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah. the part that we're um, breaking down. It's all pre-dynastic in, in what, we're, what mm-hmm. we're talking about this evening. Mm-hmm. Pre-dynastic and, 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 it's, and, and it's pre-pre-dynastic because you know they like put a date on pre-dynastic. They try to put like a date on it. Uh, pre-dynastic one and two. But these, this is like a little bit. That's even before that. And, and, and I tell you what about that mummy? Why y'all bullshitting, right? Uh, the, the mummy they had the organs removed out of it with precision. I'm gonna say it again. The mummy had its organs removed out of it with precision. Now, you're talking about the height of mummification. So let's add a couple more thousand years of that, right? Really get those techniques down over time. That's like the culmination of it. So when they're saying 6,000 years ago, right, you can add some more time on that to even get you that process, right? So if you come to uh, Mark Bunnell's book at 62, right, he's talking about the Khatoum, uh, Mesolith or early Khatoum. It said a common material culture known as the Khatoum Mesolith or early Khatoum from this, from this type site excavated, right, uh, in the 1940s. Evidence of this culture dating from the 10th to the 7th century BP has been found in more than 40 sites over a huge range stretching from central Kenya to eastern Sudan as far west as Algeria, right? Senegal, as Map 1 shows, that's the map I was talking about, right? Its ecological right. zone is quite clear. With the exception, all these sites are northern and eastern of the present uh, Sudanian region of woodland and grass savannah. This area seems to have been tropical rainforest at the time. Most sites are in the present Sahara in the region that were then probably Saharan grass steeple like woodland. All were close to what uh, were then lakes and rivers, right? And if you go back uh, <clears throat> uh, some of our previous shows, right, we talk about these ancient riverbeds that are underneath of the Sahara. We talk about these ancient river beds that extend from Lake Megachad, right, where, where, where it's like a cultural highway. So, you know what I'm saying? And so we, we start to really understand. And these areas are like, they say they're populated, okay? So, you know, it's a lot going on and a lot they're really not talking about. And it's some very, very uh, uh, interesting information, and it just shows the antiquity, right, of our people, and you know what I'm saying. We ain't, we ain't got to talk about Egypt. Everybody want to play the Egypt thing, so you know we just talk about where the Egypt thing come from, from African cultures. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, shoot. Let me look at this real I think that, I think that's very important. That that I think that's very important of what you said. Absolutely, because these these clearly African civilizations. The, the the doctors and professors that are in this particular documentary are making no qualms about who these people are. Right. You know, they're clearly saying that these people are sub-Saharan African people in an African civilization. And when you look at the artwork that's left within the caves, you see 
clearly giraffes, not just one. I'm talking about giraffes and and and, and these, you know rhinoceroses and these clearly African, um, uh, you know, zoological figures of these people that you know are being openly acknowledged of these as great civilizations. Simultaneously, you find the bridge between these most ancient civilizations, and then you just get to the ancient civilizations. And even when you get to the ancient civilizations, you're dealing with a very, very old and great people. So, you know, we go, and I just posted up in the chat room the article about the fall of Gaddafi. It's on Archaeology uh, Daily News, and this was from 2011. It says, Fall of Gaddafi opens a new era of Sahara's lost civilization. So this is what we're talking about, a branch of the Sahara civilization. It says, quote, Libyan leader showed no interest in ancient cultures of the Garamantes, but now archaeologists hope to unearth neglected slice of history. Number one, the question has to be asked, why would Gaddafi ignore this ancient black civilization? It's not just going to be me saying that it's an ancient black civilization. The history shows that it's an ancient black civilization. So why would this man, Gaddafi, who's always going around waving so much uh, African pride, be ignoring this ancient African civilization that's right in Libya? That's to be questioned. So we'll go on with the article. It says, quote, The late Muammar Gaddafi was fond of insisting on links between his republic and sub-Saharan Africa. He was less interested, however, in celebrating the black African civilization that flourished more than 1,500 years within what we are now, uh, what's now Libya's borders, and that was barely acknowledged in the Gaddafi-era curriculum. Now, however, researchers into the Garamantes, a lost Saharan civilization that flourished long before the Islamic era, I'll repeat, long before the Islamic era, are hoping that Libya's new government will restore the warrior culture mentioned by Herodotus in his histories to its rightful place in Libya's history. So Herodotus was speaking about the Garamantes verbatim. For while the impressive Roman ruins at Sabrathra and Leptis Magna, both world heritage sites are rightfully famous. Libya's other cultural heritage, one that coexisted with Roman settlers, have been largely forgotten. So as you go on and you continue reading about it and stuff, it just states that the research, I'll just quote this, the research has confirmed the view of Herodotus, not always the most reliable of chroniclers in his world, often supplying a good yarn with hard facts were hard to come by. The Garamantes were a very great nation. So it goes on to go on and explain why the Garamantes were such a great nation. But one of the most important things of the Garamantes is that they were plugging into the underground system of rivers. They were feeding their civilization as the civilization was getting drier and drier. They were feeding their civilization by the entire network of rivers that Gaddafi tapped into. Gaddafi started making Libya a flourishing farming nation, tapping into the rivers that the Garamantes were already tapping into for thousands and thousands of years. But yet Gaddafi was seen as some kind of genius for making his people, uh, uh, being able to feed his people 
but he wasn't doing anything but hiding the history of the Africans who were doing it for thousands of years before he even came. So I just think that part is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, let me, um, Brother Ngozi, your line is open, Black African Power. I'm Ross Squad Up. Peace, Black African Power. Peace to you, Ish. Peace, I'm Ross Squad Up. Peace, Uncle Cat. Peace, great God. I'm Peace, Ngozi. I'm glad I brought up the um, the black mummy of Libya. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that young boy, um, it goes back 6,000 years or 6,500 years. He was buried with the ostrich, um, the ostrich, um, the ostrich chain necklace that he had. He also was buried with goat skin. But what's interesting about the black mummy is that we have to understand those glacier periods because in that documentary that you, that Ish is bringing up, it talks about a time period when the Africans, we remember 22,000 years ago when the Mindu Glacier period kicked in, that Sahara dried up. And around 10,000 years ago when the Helocene kicked in, a lot of those people that was north went south. They went sub-Saharan for a while. But around 10,000 years when the Helocene Glacier period kicked in, they went back in the northern parts of the Sahara. Now the remnants of those people that, you, that, that Ish is speaking of is the Tariq Berbers that live in northern Mali. The Tariq Berbers, what they refer to as the blue people that still live around there, and a few of the Fulani that stays through the strip through the Sahil belt of Africa. They go from Sudan all the way through Mauritania, these black folk. But what he also said that was interesting in that documentary, and we got to talk both ends, black people were there first for almost 10,000 years, but around 7,000 years ago, he also said in that documentary, people from the Levant came in. And he, uh, he, said he looked at the artwork that came after the black, art, the black artwork, because the Sahara started drying up again around 5,000 years ago, 5,300 years ago, if I'm not mistaken. It started drying up again. And what he said was, you can clearly see these other people were not African. And he was trying to make it seem like they were, uh, that's the reason why the people in Libya looked the way they looked. So, yes, the Africans were there first, and that's what the documentary was based off of. But he kind of threw a curveball in when he talked about those people coming from the Levant around 7,000 years ago. So the first group of people that you see on the artwork are straight African. Later on, you start to see these red-looking people coming in. So, I mean, it's important we got to talk about both ends of what was going on in Libya. And, yes, the Egyptians did come out of Sahara. They came out of Sahara. I mean, you can see that clearly with Ramesses III, with haplogroup E1B1A. The rest of the people in Egypt got E3B, which links more closely to the people on the Horn of Africa with the Somalians and Ethiopian-type people on the paternal side. But the mighty conjure is completely foreign. So I mean, yes, the black mummy is something that we need to talk about because it does show that they were doing it first in the Sahara. They were doing mummification first in the Sahara. But it's, it, it's two sides to it. It's kind of strange with that documentary. It's a great documentary. So, I mean, I, I think people should check it out. Oh, I think I think the white boy came out and said they was white people. He said it just like that, you know. No, and, no, and, no, 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 he didn't, he didn't say they were white. What he said was is that he, he said it was black people. Uh, he didn't, no, listen, no, he said it was black people there first. Because you got to look at the part. Yeah, I ain't talking about that. Of course, I'm not talking about Ngozi. I'm talking about the people that he said came in from the Mediterranean. He called them white people. Yeah, he's, no, he's, yeah he said it was something like white people. He said something like white mm-hmm. people. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, that, and that's, definitely, um, that's definitely true. Both, both of you are correct. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I mean, it Indira. makes sense because they were, you did have trans-Caucasians living in the Sahara who intermingled mm-hmm. with, with the indigenous people who were there first. But again, it was mm-hmm. something like white people. It wasn't white, something like, in a sense of olive skin tone. Correct, and 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 I think he, I think that was definitely an accurate depiction of kind of what happened in that area. He was also mm-hmm. explaining how it was a high area of trade that was taking place. You know, the reasons exactly. why it was going on. There were trade routes that were being set up. So that's definitely right. Yeah. 
I'm in agreement with both yeah. of you. Let me get this. Let me get the. Uh, I'm a raw squad up, brother Jonathan. What's good, brother? What's happening? African problem. What's going on? Peace, hey, King. You know how it is. How doing, everybody? Peace, Gee, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, that, uh, yeah, y'all uh, passing along some good information. I was just kicking back listening. Hadn't even uh, queued into the house queue because y'all was building so hard. But I'm here, you know, just chilling. Yes, sir. Yeah, we tried to speed up the build a little bit quicker. Yeah, that was suggestion from you. You was like, God damn, get this information. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, uh, let me see you at. Uh, we have brother like Professor Larry. Nigerian power. Nigerian Jewish power. Peace. Peace to the squad. Peace, Ish. Peace, King. Peace. Peace to the sister. It all the way in the Aegean, man. Come on now, the reach is phenomenal. That's right. No, I mean, yeah, in the, the reach Aegean, is phenomenal. Um, yeah, now, now, if history serves me correctly, she's on the island of Crete, and that island was influenced by us historically. True. That gave rise to the Mycenaean civilization that gave rise to mainland Greece. So I True. mean, the influence is just history repeats itself. No, yeah, I I I like to like uh, bring something to y'all attention. I know y'all probably seen that post that I made a couple of days ago, right? Don't get off topic, Barry. Don't do it. Don't you do it? Oh, okay. Don't get off topic. All right, I ain't gonna do don't it. Don't do it, yet, <laughs> yo. Please don't. I wanted to hear it. What was the post? Go ahead, what's the phone, Larry? You know what? I, I, I happened upon a gathering of people <laughs> from the continent of Africa, right? From several different, several different nations. And when I became aware that there was a traditional Igbo ruler there, I asked him the question. Oh, not I the said, question. Yeah. I said, are uh, Igbo Hebrews? Oh, not And he the said question. he didn't know what I was talking about. But he then <laughs> said that he was a Igbo and he was Nigerian and he was a Jew. So naturally my eyes popped open. Right. And I asked him, Jew? I said, what makes a Igbo a Jew? And he told me that, well, I'm educated. I'm powerful. I've got this position. That position. I said, so you mean a social status? And somebody terminated my conversation. I was going in. And then he got protocolish on me, told me I couldn't talk to him. I had to talk to his knight, and his knight would answer my questions. But for me to talk to him, a knight. I had to go through the protocols for a year night, night, like British knights. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me, right? Listen to me, right? Listen oh. to me. I, I I was containing myself, right? Oh, because dude started taking on airs. You know what I'm saying? And he yeah. started talking about how he driving limousines back in Nigeria and shit. Not not driving them, but he's driven. You know what I'm saying? And he got yeah. a palace. And and I would have to 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 
like, you know, go through the protocols just to talk to him and shit, right? You understand? So, I mean, from from my perspective, right, now I know several Evo brothers, right? I know Evo that's not saying they Jews, and I know Evo that's saying they Jews, and the guy who he said is a knight, I've known him for five years. He has never said anything to me about this subject whatsoever, and we have talked extensively, right? But when the dude told him to answer my questions, he answered my questions, and for me, I got to tell you, that's out of character for him, so he was following orders, right? So they do have a hierarchy to whatever they, whatever it is that they're up to. But from my perspective, they scam it. Mm-hmm. That's just the impression I got. All right. Uh, well, thank you for that. I mean, thank you for that base information. If you can kind of, you know, why don't you get in any kind of conversation on film? You know, um, listen, cameras and I, stuff. What, listen, listen. The reason I didn't get it on film is because it wasn't my intention to have the conversation. It, it just it's happenstance. You understand? It just right, happens. right, right. Right? Yes, sir. Yes. I'm telling you, it, it, it got it got kind of funny. You know, he he also said um, when he when he told me about he's a traditional ruler and I had to um, go through the protocol. I said, well, you know. Courtesy of history, my people over here, we don't have those protocols, right? So he said, oh, yeah, American culture. I said, no, it's not American culture, right? He said, yeah, it's American culture. He said, I know American culture. I got a gun. I said, you got a gun? He said, yeah, gun. That's American culture. I said, no, that's not American culture. Yes, it is. It's in my bill of rights. Here's what I'm saying, right? No, that's the propaganda. Yes, sir. See, you have a you have a business interest being fueled by that propaganda. There's a a weapons industry in this country, okay? Right. So you have people who make money by that information being disseminated. But the majority of people in this country do not have guns. You have people in this country who have guns. They can afford to buy them. The majority of people in this country can't afford no damn gun. Expensive. All right. So so just just before we go back into the, the freestyle session later, you you do mm-hmm. acknowledge that there are some of the the Ibu tribe because because Ibu are, are a tribe. There are some members of the tribe that are Christian, some that are you know of Jewish faith. There are, there are various mm-hmm. faiths of traditional African faiths. You do acknowledge that, correct? Absolutely. I've always acknowledged that. My right. my what I don't acknowledge is. Um, the modern sense, when you know how European Jews try to present themselves as some type of ethnic group? Yes, sir. Okay. I don't agree with that, right? Now, I don't have a problem with there being people in Nigeria who practice Judaism. Nigeria was subject to the British government. They had Jews in the British government, and I know those Jews were... Uh, what, mercantile capitalists. So I know they went to the places where you can make money in that empire. Nigeria was one of those places. And I don't think they took women with them. You know, Mm -hmm. one of the things that the guy was telling me was that people, you know, they go places and they have babies. I understand that. I don't have a problem with that. But I'm talking about Mm -hmm. the entire Igbo tribe being... Um, like ethnically Jewish, that's just crazy. 
Okay. So we'll, we'll finish that part up on the freestyle session. We'll, we'll make sure we go back All on right. that. I'll, I'll make a note of that so we can finish with that, that Evo. That's, that's some good insight. <laughs> right. That's some very good insight. Um, one, one of the branches of kind of what, what we're dealing with as far as the, the, the Saharan civilization, one of them that, that I specify with are, are the NAR. And to kind of give a base of, of who the NAR are, um, I posted a link up in the chat room, which is from the uh, Encyclopedia of Peoples of Africa and the Middle East. Um, if you look up there on the top of page 487, it says the NAR. The NAR are a subgroup of the Sahara. Uh, may, uh, a majority uh, live in southern Chad. So in that southern Chad region, one of the branches of the Sahara, which is called the Sahara, are branches of, of, of tribes. One of the tribes of the Sahara people are the NAR or they're also called the Sara-Nar, um, Sara-Nar. It's a location, which mm -hmm. is by Lake Chad, as well as mm -hmm. a language, as well as a tribal people, as you, as you can see. So it's, all, it's, it's one of the same. Um, these Sara-Nilo-Saharan uh, uh, civilizations are the base groups of what we later on see come up in uh, Egypt, etc. Certain branches of the Nilo-Saharan civilizations branch off into other tribes, be it uh, uh, Dogon or just there's so many different tribes in Africa, so many different languages within Africa layered over. So they interconnect by symbols, by languages, uh, by uh, cultures many times. Um, so these NAR people are what are being traced in history. There are consistencies within the history of what evolves later on into what we call the Garamantes that we were talking about earlier up in northern Africa. The Garamantes, if you study the works of Dr. Ivan Van Sertema or many of the different scholars, uh, they branched the Garamantes as the predecessors of what later on evolved into the Moors. Um, on some of the previous shows, we were dealing with the Garamantes or the Caramantes that were later on that we showed that had the red hats on. Y'all remember them? The ones we showed? Those Caramantes? Remember that. Remember that. Those, those were later on acknowledged as Moorish people also locked within the culture also known as the um, Akan. Those are branches of, of these civilizations. Um, I would invite Brother you to Ish. study things. Y yes. Hold on. Let, let me, okay, so you talking about the Lake Chad region, am I correct? Yes, Southern that's correct. Region, yes. Lake Chad. Can I, let, let, let me give these uh, brothers a, a ride. you got to be able to get from Lake Chad to the Nile, right? Let's see if we can get them there real quick. And I'm finish letting the bill. Uh, let's go to back to page 62, Black Athena. Let's see what he has to say about these rivers being connected to the Nile. Let me see. <clears throat> he says, in this warm and wet period, right, what had been and is now rainforest expanded into what is now the Tree Savannah region and what is now the uh, Sahel became Tree Savannah. The Sahara shrank to less than half its present size and was divided into by what has been called the Saharian Fertile Crescent. Wow. An area that linked the Sudanese now to the Maghreb. 
the Mediterranean forest grew in the highlands of the Bethians, Hogar, and from them flowed a network of rivers linking to the Niger and Lake Chad, which was twice its present size. Watch this. All the East African lakes appear to have been connected to the Nile. Hmm. So we see that Lake Chad, all these rivers, right, Lake Mega Chad, rivers flow from that, right, all being connected to the Nile. Just want to kind of like make that connection so we don't think that 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 peoples wasn't soldiering back and forth using the water and systems. I just want to kind of put that in there. That's in print for y'all. Pay sixty-two, uh, quick, brother. Uh, absolutely, I think that's very, very important that you that you actually do that, um, brother Ankh. And and also, uh, what you find is um, I just placed a, a link in the chat room that's dealing with um, a part of the the, the Garamantes that's uh, locking in a lot of them as the Phoenicians. If you deal with the the, what's called the Falkai Phoenicians. Uh, it states, if you look on the upper page of two, or the bottom page of 222, uh, it does with these are the the Turiacs or the Tuat who are supposed to be of the pure of the purest descent. The Balimi are called on some maps the Thebo race. The Bilma on the road of Mazuk and Kanim, having one uh, once a town of some repute to the seat of the native government of these people. The sovereigns of Fesnian and the nation of Garamami um, or mixed Tureks, the Garamantes, uh, we may believe, whose possessions in the Sahara have become the spoil of other people since the Roman occupation and those descent still inhabit the southern shores. So it basically just dealing with the whole mixing of what... Uh, the God and Gozi was talking about there was some you know the mixing of things that were that were taking place in that region, but those Garamantes are the, you know those people of the Saharan uh, area, so I think that's very important to touch on that mm-hmm. um, because yeah, these people were called so many different things throughout the years, be it the Garamantes or or uh, also um, and Gozi put up pictures of the. Um, Berbers and things like that You know, Berbers can be various uh, Shades also So these same people You know, it depends on the time and, and the context uh, Went by various other names mm-hmm. Absolutely I see you, man, Caval You see um, Question from the chat room Sure It What's says, man, Caval says Name one ancient famous more in history, from the Nile or more. One famous what? One name, name one ancient famous more, right? In the history, from Nile to more. How question is that? I'm not. I'm not sure what what you mean by that. I'm, I'm, that's the question he had now. Um. Um. Write that again, Menkara. All right. Not understanding the question. Name one famous more. I mean, damn. Well, one famous not in the rest. Name somebody that was known as a more. Name somebody that's known as a more. Isn't that his question? Well, I mean, we know famous people that were named as more. That's not anything difficult, and we just 
got done dealing with the Nilo-Saharan people that were known as the NAR, so I'm not quite sure what the question is. Is he trying to say that NAR don't exist as a people? Is no, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm, no, no, not I'm you. Saying I'm saying is, is, is somebody was. disagreeing with the encyclopedia of of, of African peoples? Hmm. Um, Interesting. I'm not sure. Sounds... I mean, were there any other questions or something? Uh, I don't quite know what that is. All right, hold on. Let me see. Where you at, Mikaba? All right. Go ahead, ask, the, ask that question, Mikaba. Black African Power. What's that question, brother? Power, Black Power. Um, I was asking the brother, man, because I see uh, really a question I asked a couple weeks ago was to show me a more pre-Punic Wars. I'm familiar with the linguistic term of the Moor. I'm familiar with the rich history of the Moor in Spain. Um, he's... Um, He's putting a pre-dynastic history on the NAR people. And I, I have no problem with the NAR people, but he's failing to give us a progressive a progression from NAR to more. And why is it so hard for for, uh, for uh, him to seem to find home in the sense of displaying his people on a map um, in terms of culture, in terms of archaeological facts, archaeological features, um, in terms of language, written language, written culture, hard and solid artifacts. So are you asking for a linguistic breakdown of when more became now, or is that what you're inquiring about? Can you translate for what I can you translate to that brother uh for me? Uh uh. Ask him again. Shit, you on there? Pre Punic Wars in history. You're using the NAR people. I have no problem with the NAR people, but you're failing to show me a, a, a contextual part in history where the NAR people seek to exist or the NAR people branch off into becoming a Moorish people. You're going into Phoenicians. You're going into everything else, but you're not going into the NAR people. Why is it so hard to find home? All right. The point that I'm making is this. We're dealing with an entire civilization of people that covered the Saharan region. And one of the tribes of the Saharan region are the Nar people. If you look at the link that was provided to you, you'll see that one of the Sara Nilo-Saharan people are called the Nar. They're the same people of the Sahara region. So we're dealing with the Saharan civilizations. Do you not understand that part of it? I have no problem with that. But you're, okay, you're saying, so that's explaining. The topic of the show, hold on, brother. The topic of the show is NAR more. Correct. You can go on the, or you can, I have no problem with the various cultures that, that exist in, in history in the Sahara. I have no problem with that. But when, you, when, you, when you're using specific terminology to distinguish them as a NAR and a more, and, yeah. you're, and, you're, and then you're using your 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 historical context now for more to these people. I'm asking for you to connect the connect the timeline. Name one historical more that was of a Nar people who spoke a language that was of a Nar. That show me some progression. That's what we've been showing the progression. We're showing the progression of how these people evolved and grew into these other various names, be it Berbers, be it. You know, these, these people, the same people are identified under different things. Garamantes are predecessors of what you call Moors. We've been breaking this down since the beginning of the show. I've been listening. I, think I, I think I understand your question. I think I understand your question, brother. Um, he's absolutely been showing you that, but um, 
I think the term right. Nah is definitely predating Moors. If that's what you're really trying to say, that's you know what I'm saying. That's a more ancient name that later Correct. on became synonymous with the Moors. That's that, that that's the easy show right there. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And, and the culture would be that Saharian culture that that around the Lake Chad area, you know, dealt with those waterways in the Sahara. Uh, these are these same people. You know what I'm saying? You know, the different tribes. You know what I'm saying? All having like a cultural unity, dealing with the same pottery and pots. You know what I'm saying? And, and then when, when you travel a little bit farther down the timeline of history, you'll find these uh, 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 these brothers being synonymous with Moors. You can clearly find a name. Now and Moor being synonymous with each other. And, and just like the Galmantes, the Galmantes didn't start off as Moors. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't their name, the Moors. They were the Galmantes. And they fought against these Lighter Berber tribes as detailed in the um, uh, Golden Age of the Moor. And they won out over these lighter uh, Berber tribes. Later on, and that's right, they became the Moors. And, and later on, stated, they became the Nars. We stated, we stated that the Garamantes <laughs> were the predecessors of the Moors. That's what we already stated. You got Garamantes, you got the Nars. I mean, I mean, it's right there. I mean, is, is that not is that not the progression you're looking for? Correct. Thanks. Hey, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna listen. To, I'm gonna listen to. I, I, I'll answer another question. I, when I, uh, I'm taking okay. notes because I want to know this. Yeah, I'm taking notes. So go ahead. I answer another question later. Hi, right, brother. You right here? You good? Uh, sure, brother. Can I have some clarity to that? Yeah, go ahead. Because, sure. Because. My my impression, my impression of what the brother's asking, um, and the slight differentiation between mm-hmm. what you're given is that how you're presenting it is that the people became Moors themselves and not became known as Moors by others. Follow me. I follow you. I think I think that's the differentiation. So when you say when you say the people became Moors, see the people never changed, but the people Mm -hmm. never changed. But when they came into contact with other people, those people regarded them as Moors and documented it so. Okay. Okay. That's 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 just that's just for clarification. Okay. Um, All right. As we post this link up in the chat room, maybe this will explain a little bit better. Um, The book is Mamiwata Africans Ancient uh, Gods um, Goddesses Unveil Volume Two. Um, it deals with uh, Meroweth tells us the ancient Akan may have had their origins in the divine kingships of the Jado, the ancient oasis of the Garamanti kingdom of what is now uh, central Sudan. Let's just deal with that statement right there. You're dealing with the Akan, who are branches of the Garamantes, which we've already identified, which was in Libya. Uh, that area uh, up in Libya So it's stretching from certain areas We know that the Akan are in Ghana And we know that these civilizations Are being branched from Ghana Up into northern Africa These people 
are known under various things because there are so many tribes that are involved. Some people may know them as a con. Some people know them as Garamantes. They have been known as the predecessors of what were later identified as the Moors. So it depends on the context in which you're trying to identify the same people. So that's why we're going through the timeline of the most ancient times and bringing you right on up into these people who are identified as Moors. And then once they got here to America, they stopped being the Akan. They started to become the Maroons and also Moors and also other various things. African-American. So, I mean, these Akan people have taken different forms, but if you go backwards, you start to see, oh, well, back in time, they were part of the Garamanti kingdom. They were the Jado people. They were the kingships of the, of the, of the Jado tribe. So these are the people that we are identifying. Okay. I got that, right? Right. Um, so that's what we've been saying from the beginning. Okay, uh, I, got, hope, I got that. I got that. But let me, hold, let me just say, right? Hold on one huh? quick, real quick. Go ahead, Larry. You saying something? I'm going to go to the chat I was saying quick. that I was saying that the Akan people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Akan people. That's yeah. the Ashanti, Fanti, Awe, Ga, Ga, Degbe. Uh, Correct. Yeah, I got them. People, uh, a lot of them in Jamaica, Cuba, and Haiti. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I got, I got that. Yeah, and that's all that we've been identifying. We've been identifying the various names that these people, later on known as Moors, were identified as. So that's that's what we're breaking down, which is why we started um, pre-dynastic. Oh, I, I I follow you perfectly, but but the brother who was asking the question, right? Yes. Mm. The differentiation that I told you that was that was where he was coming from. See, he's saying he's saying when he says show me a more history, he that the people call themselves more, we understand that they became known by this name. And because we speak the languages they became known by these names and we know them by these names. Mm, I'm not going to beat this. I ain't going to try to ride this one. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, we've we've gone over that topic before. Yeah, and, and part of that is true. Part of these people were identified by other people and it was also a self-identifying thing. You know, these the, the people known as the Mori, it could be, you know, like I said, various applications of the same term. So, yeah, we've gone over that in the past, you know what I mean? So, you know, <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> uh, later on became known as African-Americans. <laughs> exactly. Self-identifying uh, yeah. themselves as African-Americans. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I, I'm not going with the, with the, I can being known as African-Americans. I can't go with that. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, Larry. They, the, the, the Kimites later on became known as African Americans. Oh, you want to challenge me on know, that? Well, see, see, the I, Kushites I, I, became I, later I on known that. as African Americans. But let me say, right? Let me say, brother. What you say? You say what? Brother Jonathan Getting a conversation on film. I filmed the conversation that I had with an Ashanti brother, right? He's in a can, right? And right. he said that they came from the Sudan. You understand? That the Ashanti people, they came from the Sudan, right? Um, and when you look at Ashanti people, you can see they came from the Sudan. 
until you see the ones that started, you know, they started mixing because, like, the Ashanti got on some Empire stuff, so, like, the Zulu. Right now, Ashanti is not really, like, one people. It's, like, people that was made to be a people. Like, the Zulu ain't one people. They was made to be a people. It was an empire. So when you look at the empires, the empires had a whole bunch of different tribes in them. That's why people speak so many different languages. You know, we know we 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 know we we do well. We do well when we live like that. We sure. were building great things like that. We messed up in this democracy. Can't make a decision. Everybody want to be in charge. <laughs> right. No, I mean, and down one plus. Absolutely. One plus Absolutely. is a king. Get an order, carry it out. That's how yeah. we did it for thousands of years, and it worked. It had to work because you look at what we did, what we what we produced. Now we trying to vote. We can't even decide on a flipping name. <laughs> Crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard to try to identify ourselves. You know, what I mean, that's that's what we strive to do. You know, try to identify exactly where, where we fit into history because we've been so mixed up. I mean, they took tribes of people, put them on a ship, and by the time you came off the ship, you were all considered one thing. You know, Brother, and being forced to talk one dialect that you weren't able to talk anymore. So it's going to be extremely difficult. You know, there is only one solution, brother. There is only that, one solution. Larry? What's that one solution, Larry? No one solution, man. Listen, listen now, listen. Yes, sir. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the benefit of my almost 56 years of life on this planet, right? Okay, brother. Throughout history, any time anything was established, right? It was established by the people who established it. Yeah, that's true. So, so if we are to have a name, it to to have significance and meaning for us, for all of us equally, that we can all be proud of, and and this is us, right? It has to come from us. We can't look back in history and take a name from a different version of us. Because that other version of us had an other version of reality. They wasn't dealing with what we're dealing with. They weren't trying to put something back together. They were trying to put something together. We are trying to reconstruct. It's a little different than just construction. Reconstruction involves moving stuff out of the way that's no longer needed or just unwanted. That's reconstruction. Construction, you just see empty area and you start building. We got stuff in the way that we have to actually move out of the way because it's obstructing. And we have to produce it ourselves. It has to be organic. It has to come from the people. And then the people will have pride in it. And we have to teach it to our kids. And it has to be reinforced. Like, remember when we used to see each other and raise that fist up, it has to be reinforced. It's a cultural thing. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a bit of psychology. But it's nothing so you want to find a, So you want to find a name. Brother Saul posed the name the Bacala of North America, the living sons of vitality. 
He wrote a whole book on it, yo. So you want to use that name or you don't want to use that name? <laughs> well, see, it's not, it's not, see. What's wrong with that name? See, 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 uh, listen to this, right? What? Listen to this. What? Listen what? to this. Listen to this. What? If you take what? a name, right? If you take a name, yeah. what does the huh? name, what does the name, what does the name mean? And what does it say about the people? You understand? What is the, what is the character of our people? He did it in the usually, book, yo. usually, it. usually, when people take names or get names, the name is symbolic of an aspect of their character or something that they are right. striving to obtain. Right. Names are very that's, powerful. That's the what I'm trying to tell you. He put that in the name. That's what I'm saying. He put that in the name, dude. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, God damn. I'm trying to say the gravity of the situation. And I'm telling you, he wrote a whole goddamn book on the goddamn name, yo. No, but I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. 184 pages on a book. I know you're yeah, not. I'm not contradicting like you, what you're saying. I'm not saying you're challenging me at all. I'm saying that, I don't know what the hell you're saying because he did it. He did the right thing. <laughs> what, what I'm saying, oh, and I'm wondering, will you accept right. that name after reading the book? Because I, I, I personally, I'm cool with African American. Me personally, Mariah with that hey, name. Hey, Got an hey, army behind that damn name. A lot of shit behind hey, the African American. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, y'all, you want to play? All I'm saying is this, right? All I'm saying is this, right? This is the only. <laughs> this is my only point, right? No, my history. The name. Listen, the people. When did we when did we send out ballots and say we're naming ourselves and <laughs> you're in Come on, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I was born in the same. Hold on, man. I great tell you. Go ahead. I great tell you. I was born in the city where the name came from. Yo, it was from a newspaper, the Afro newspaper. Yo, they 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 proposed that name. It was a black owned newspaper, bro. Look it up. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. see, that's what I'm saying to you, brother. You see, right. you listen to me. You listen. No, you listen to me. Uh, you know what? You I'm going to go to the next call. Yeah, I, I see, miss you. Just you just listen for one second, huh? Go ahead, man. You just listen for one second, right? Go ahead. Let me make this analogy. Let me make this analogy. You see Barack Obama? You see Barack Obama? Now, I'm not debating him. I'm not saying he's good, bad. I'm just making a point, right? The point is, when he was running for president, and black people was voting, right? Never mind they don't really vote for the president. They thought they was voting for Barack. You understand? They was making a conscious decision that, yes, we, him. You understand? Mm-hmm. They were invested. That's all I'm saying, bro. If you get the people invested, and then you take that investment and you mature it, Grow it, nurture it. Now you're talking about that's actually unity, bro. That's a process. You can't we 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 decry the fact that we don't have unity, but we don't seem to understand that it's a process. It's not something that you just gonna poof have like flowers in the field. Got to water them things. Got to grow. Got to talk to them flowers so that they grow properly. And it has to be reinforced. When the flower see the other flower, the flower got to say flower power. 
<laughs> what are you talking about, man? You got Yo, you know, you know, it off in the bot, me and everything. I'm using metaphor. I'm using metaphor. I'm using metaphor. Hey, Larry, come on, man. I'm going to have to go listen to the download, yo. Oh, you got me on that one, dog. Go ahead, man. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I'm just saying, you, you man. Got... That's how Wait, so you propose... All right, let me get this straight. So what you're basically saying is we need another name. Am I correct in that? No, what I'm saying is we need to name ourselves. We have never done it. I agree. I agree with you on that. I, I totally agree with you on that. We need, and, this is and, why and I gave you a keep book. Changing. It keeps changing because we ain't never named ourselves. Other people saying that's our name. But you know what's funny though? I mean, yeah. uh, if you go through uh, history, five thousand years, people always ran up on us and just gave us a name, you know, for whatever we was doing. That's that ain't nothing new though. That ain't never stopped us from building a great civilization. <laughs> wait, wait, come on. That has not stopped us. That should not stop us. From building a great civilization. We understand the powers in the name. We get all that. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, that 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 don't stop you from, that didn't stop the Moors in, in Spain from um, bringing culture see, there, see, right? See, no, 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 hold on, let me finish, let me finish. That, hold on, hold on for a minute. Oh, come on, man. You're trying to beat up the damn Moors. We know they was in the army. Was it the slave army, Larry? Just say it. Say it, Larry. You're missing me. You're missing me. Say it, Larry. When I say they were part of an army, what I'm trying to get what you to understand is that they were on the same page. Listen, they were well, on what the does same that have page. to do? Listen, stay, let's stay in context for a minute. Okay. I'm making the point that no matter what people name us, that does not stop us, right? from doing the things that we do. So they name us African-Americans, Negroes. That didn't stop us from building America at all, nor the the Uh, rich history that we have in America. We have a rich history in America. And and for us to deny that is bananas. I'm I'm not willing to do that anymore. I'm going to get your eyes open. How are you trying to open my eyes? I already know you don't like the name I need you to... Larry, listen, me and you, we ain't going to never agree on the word African. Well, right? no, that's not what I'm trying to say Listen, right we're not, listen, but, 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 it's something in that. No, if you it's just something in that, because like you said, you're here where I'm going. I done listened to you for the last 20 minutes now, dude. No, you I got me in body. You, you got me lost. No, Tell you what, tied in. Tied up. You have a preconceived idea of what I'm saying. Tied up. Go ahead, tied up, yo. You have a preconceived idea. Here go. Here, go ahead, ties back in. Go ahead. Ties back in. I'm going to line. Here's the tie. Here's the tie in a nutshell. Tied in. Right? All right, let's go. The fact that. The fact that we have been known by many names in this country and the name mm-hmm. keeps changing, it doesn't mm-hmm. stop us from doing things individually. It doesn't stop people from being entrepreneurs. It doesn't stop people from attaining education. It doesn't stop any of that. But it does stop us from being a people, cognizant of the fact that we're a people. If you ask people going around what people are they, the you probably get American more often than not. You won't get a sense that we are a people inside of this nation. What I'm trying to say to you, brother, is that's how we began, and as far as I'm concerned, that's who I am. I'm still a people inside of this nation. This is not my 
nation. You understand? This nation does not represent me. It does not represent my interests. It does not represent the future of my people, and it does not represent the survival of my people because somebody else is benefiting from it. That's all I'm saying. Now, okay. theoretically, theoretically, if the people, now, if the people were on the same page, then you could start building everything else because then they're open. They're open to the idea that now you're talking about the formation of a nation. That's all. All right, Larry. Can I say something? And, I, and I've heard that a million times before, and I'm not in disagreement with you. But my thing is, has that stopped the Mexicans in this country? Do do do, do America have their best interests at hand? They got to climb a damn fence and have babies to be citizens. Does that stop the Hindus to come here? How about the Koreans? And and America don't have none of their best interests at hand. But that still does not stop them from opening up banks, making billions of dollars off of us. So I, what I'm telling you is, like, I hear you, I'm with you, but at the end of the day, that's a bunch of bullshit, like. Because that should not that's stop us from coming together and do what we got to do, bro. Lie, I'm not lying. I'm not missing your point. Lie, I'm just not willing to concede. I'm not willing to allow you to tell people around the world that if we don't change our name, we ain't going to do shit. Or oh, we know what America is. America was not built. Hold on. You, wait a minute. America was not built. Let me finish. Let me finish. I've listened to you. Right? I heard you. Now, let me say what I want to say, Larry. Larry, what I said, I heard everything you said, Larry. I was crystal quiet. I'm an excellent listener, contrary to belief. What I'm telling you is we know America wasn't built with our best interests. It was built with the labor of kidnapped victims, so they couldn't have had our best interests at heart. We know that, Larry. We've been saying that shit for the last 500 years, bro. We get that. We're not the lost people who think that it was built with our best interest in hand. What I am saying is they don't have the best interest in hand for Koreans and Native Americans, but that stopped none of them people, right, from doing some things. I'm saying is we got to at least take steps forward to do some shit. It's preposterous to continue to say, well, we need to name change. We need to do something more than what we're doing, brother, regardless because we are great people, and we've always stood the test of time. It's just time for us to stand up, though, Larry. I'm not going to let that be an excuse for me, though, brother. I'm going to let you waddle on that one for a while and wait for the name change and argue all that, and then, then what, Larry? I agree with you. I agree with you right. 100%, huh? Right. Let's move on. I agree with you 100%. All right, let's move on. I agree with you 100%. That's all I I'm saying. We get that. that we Koreans, get your grievance. The Koreans, the Koreans and the Mexicans, they know that they're Koreans and Mexicans. So they know when they encounter a Korean that they're doing business with a Korean. And they, it's cultural. The Mexicans, they know they're dealing with Mexicans because they're Mexicans. Our people, Unc, is different. You understand? They're not on the same page. Mexicans are on the same page with Mexicans. Koreans are on the same page with Koreans. Our they don't people, even watch this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Page, watch this. Hold on, watch this. The Mexicans don't speak their indigenous language. Yeah, but they speak the same uh, language. Yeah, but what? It was colonized and they Catholics. Yeah, but they speak the same language uh, to what? each other. They identify with each other. We don't identify with each other. 
Nice. You I can't think whether see that? I think whether whether a person is you know um, Chinese or, or or any anything you know I think Dr. John Henry Clark um, kind of summed it up really good when he said that you know um, the identity of a people has to be tied into land, language, and culture, and that's the question that a person has to ask themselves whenever they decide to you know proclaim this is their identity of who they are in this world, you know. So mm-hmm. whether we you know can identify with a specific culture or we create a culture, that's something that's very important and mandatory for that to happen. So, you know, if someone has identified what they identify as their land, their language, and their culture, then that's when they become a part of the human family on this earth. And I think that was a very profound and simple way that uh, Dr. Clark had kind of summed that up. Yeah, land, you need to be tied to land and resources. I'm not disagreeing with you now after simply saying, yo, there yeah, can no, be no excuse why the world be successful, brother. Let me go to line. Three one three, your line is open. Three one three, your line is open. Black African Black problem, 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 bro. What's good? What's up, Ishmael? Uh, Peace, King. How are you, sir? Larry. I'm great, bro. And goes he still on the line? No, he, he tapped out for a minute. Oh. Well, I just wanted to the, the, uh, uh, chime in on what my brother's talking about. I had a long, I'm still thinking on it, but here's my perspective on the thing. I used to truly believe in unity amongst our people, but I had to really look at it. And what I've come up with is it don't seem that we, we will have unity. You know what I'm saying? Not not without something happening. So to explain that uh, more clearly, I will, I will use this analogy. We all seen boxing, right? You've all seen yes, boxing sir. Match. Mm-hmm. So when you go in a boxing match, you've never seen anyone go inside of a boxing match with a football helmet, some fireman's boots, Fire me to hope and chat and think that they're going to win. So at some point, if that boxer wants to win or has a chance at win, there's certain things he has to share. He got to take that off. Because when I think about unity and the context, it's like it's all in my arms around every single one of my people. Our history doesn't say that every one of our people want our arms around So, trying to kind of like be realistic instead of being naive. Just off the little bit that I do know about our history. Yes, sir. Now, I would love, I would love Somebody bowling with a telephone or something? Hold on one minute, brother. Is somebody like dropping their phone or something? What's going on? Sound like water, right? Yeah. Like somebody was dragging their telephone behind their car or something. <laughs> brother, <laughs> that's not me. All right, it's quiet now. Please continue, brother. I apologize. Uh, um, due to this 
what I would call a mass placebo effect that we have going on due to, you know, just things that happened in our histories. It seems like this is virtually impossible. Even Larry uh, chimed in on that and he said, well, you know, um, too many people want to be the boss. That's one part of it. But there's many layers. That's, that's the things that have happened to us that prevent this. I mean, religion alone, we could stop there at the book, right there. You know, we got some some of our brothers from different religions. They like, you know what, we black first. But that's not the majority. So it's kind of naive for us to continue to talk about unity in the context that we've been speaking about it in the past tense. Understood. That's right. So... What I'm doing now, because I, I got a lot of information from this fellow, a lot from my brother, okay, the whole Amarad squad, you know, y'all y'all brought me a lot of information, and me, me on my own, you know, my brother, Uncle was the one who helped me to understand that I need to get some books, I need to read, you know, because the, the whole effect in the beginning was just like uh, our ancestor, uh, Amos Wilson, said, you know, we kind of get uh, tired, you know, it's like reading, like, uh, nah, that's white folks, you know. And I'm not going to front. In the beginning, that's how I felt, you know. But that's through condition. So I understood that. So now that I got past that, you know, I got a chance to read, a, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, diverse literature from, from different people as well. Right. So I have a, a better understanding of some things. And so now I'm on to the, to the thing of I still want to listen in to my brothers because y'all still have a lot of information here. But on the flip side, I'm on the building tip, you know. So right now, I'm trying to focus on, you know, trying to understand how this how this system of America works, you know, as far as the capitalist nature of it. Not saying that I want to be a capitalist in the context that a lot of these other people are. But since we're living in this society, we have to understand it. It's, it's, it's critical that we understand it. So therefore, I've started to, you know, how can I get myself together? Well, no one taught me about credit. No one taught me about taxes. No one taught me about business. No one taught me that if you don't control something, it could be used against you. Right. So pretty much when we're born, there's a blueprint set out for all of us already. And since, you know, uh, no one really knew, or a lot of us, you know, some of our uh, people didn't pay attention, you know, just like uh, something my brother Ishmael said before, you got to take the good with the bad, you know, but you still can't let it hinder you. So on one breath, I could say, well, they uh, uh, maybe are negligent in certain ways prepare us for the future. But I can't let that make me stop loving them. Not feeling like they didn't think that they had that what they were doing was in our best interest. So now I gotta move past that and find the practical information that I can use to start building because we live in a society of perception already, right? Based on perception, especially in our community. Right. If you don't look like you got it, I don't want to give it to you. 
starting new communities, feeding people. That's what I see. I may be wrong. I don't. I don't know if you know any other group in America that's going back and doing that. Restoring Hebrew I, communities or African communities. Period. Not. Not even. Not even so. They, they're going around asking, "Are you Hebrew or are you Israelite?" They helping people in general. I think you can find value of people that are that are, you know, that are showing results in in various different you know different faiths. You know, I mean, if you're if you're of the Christian faith and you're feeding the hungry in your neighborhood, I'll come out there and assist you in feeding. I have no no problem with that. You know, what I mean, if, if you're, you know, opening community centers and you're trying to do something that's positive in order to change people's lives and maybe stop the the, the, the scourge of violence that's taking place in urban America, absolutely. Whether a person's a Hebrew Israelite, a, a Christian, a Muslim, you know, it's very important that we do set aside the certain ideologies and be mature enough to understand that in the big scheme of things, we're all on the same type of a war. And that should be waging war on ignorance in order to try to help, you know, all of, all of the people. And I think that's where we fall short at. I think there's an immaturity on us as messengers of certain certain mindsets of us not being able to see the big picture and getting locked into ideologies and then straight up, you know, warfare, destroying one another and never even reaching the people that need the knowledge and the information. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like... I know, I mean, I know, I know that a lot of people, even, like, people that's well-learned, like, y'all, like, I'm a Ross squad. We don't know the difference between, like, we can't really, we can't really go to outside looking in or so, on what somebody's calling themselves and, and get the full understanding. And it's hard to, it's hard to give each other a full understanding of what we're saying if there's already hostility and it's like it's a competition going on. Like, when you say Christian, were you Christian, Jewish, or Hebrew, whatever? Like I know, I know, I know. Being an Israelite is not a is not a religion, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and go back and forth with you about it not being a religion. I know you just don't you just don't know, or you just can't see it. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's just true. I mean, it's just it's not, it's not a big deal. Well, I don't know, yo. It's, it's not. It's not. It's just not a. It's not. It's not a big deal. And I mean, it's, not, it's never a big deal. There's intricate you know, nuances and breakdowns within everybody's faith. Yeah. You know, yeah, if I, I, just, as, just as easily as I said, you know, Hebrew and Israelite, somebody else would say, well, I'm an Israelite, I'm not a Hebrew. Somebody else would say, I'm a Muslim <laughs> and not a Muslim. I'm a M-O-S-L-E-M and not a M-O-S-L-E-M. <laughs> so there's going to be subtleties and little yeah, things true. within it. But, you know, as the overall general term, I think I can, you know, honestly say, you're my brother. You know what I mean? So if I'm saying that my brother is feeding the hungry, let me go and help my brother feed the hungry. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. That's the when I when I see people attacking the Bible, or even even Hebrews attack Christianity. Hebrews attack Christians. When you look at the history, and you look at places like Black Wall Street, those are all Christians. It was yeah, uh, correct. Uh, Oklahoma Oklahoma during that time period had. 55 uh, self-governed black communities, and they all was Christian. It's 2014, and we have no black governed. We have no black governed communities, so to speak of. And everybody calling themselves a different thing. Everybody has risen above Christianity and the Bible, but the people that was following Christianity and probably white Jesus in, in 1920, they had communities. Sure. 
And well, I, think, like, I think that's very important to understand that because even within, you know, many of those Christians that were out there in Oklahoma, many of them were supporters of Garvey. It's true. So, a lot of a lot of them Masons. A lot of those, a lot of those brothers, when they formed the communities, the first thing they built was a lodge and a church. Correct. Correct. And and, and that uh, many, much of that land was donated to them by uh, uh, Native American people. You know, Creek Nation yeah, people. Uh, in, in Oklahoma. And the, and the, yeah, and the Seminoles. The, correct. The black people, correct. The black exactly. People. So you know, a lot of a lot of that inter, you know intertwined, but all of them realizing they were all in the same boat. And being able to put an economic system together, they looked at the big scheme of things. So you're absolutely yeah. correct, brother. Yeah, you bring up you bring up Garvey. Among Garvey, you had people that that professed to be uh, a Hebrew Israelite as a nation. That's that correct. Professed. And you had you had uh, Marcus Garvey, one of his advisors, was a Christian. One his top advisors was a, was a Christian guy. I forget his name, but Marcus Garvey, he didn't care about what you said you was or what religion you followed. He was worried about getting the work done and 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 starting his economy up. Correct, correct. Within a within a, a united culture, within a united banner. Yeah. No, it's a, you're absolutely right. He said he said write write our own gospel, make our own apostles, make our you know make our own exactly have our everything. own saints, have our own you know people that we put up in in in, in divinity. Have, you know, you're right. I mean, let me um, what it is. let me um. Uh, you, you were speaking to uh, different communities going to Africa. I mean, like, like Brother Ed said, you can talk about the Christians. You can talk about um, Bishop Eddie Long, uh, Potterhouse. <laughs> uh, and they go to Africa, and they, they, they feed people. They give uh, water. They dig wells. Uh, matter of fact, I did an interview on them. If you go back to one of, the, one of my first shows, I interviewed the white boy that's with Eddie Long, and he actually go over there, and then they eventually build churches, and they Christianize the people. So I'm pretty sure that's exactly what the Hebrew community do when they go to Africa. They don't just separate their way of life like you say. They try to incorporate other Africans into their way of life. Now, I'm going to tell you the same thing. That I told Eddie Long and the boys, right? <laughs> Let them people make it on their own. They don't need your way of life to fool, clothe, and shelter themselves. Thanks for the fucking help, but they don't need you going over there putting your religion on them, right? Putting your way of life on them. Let me finish. I didn't cut you off. I didn't cut you off. So now let me speak, brother, for our black ice your ass. And let me finish. What I'm telling you is that African people have to be able to make their own choices, not based off of the fact that you gave them some water. Now you tell them that y'all gave you the strength to give them the water, or Eddie Long in the powder house, look it up. Christianity, Jesus Christ gave you the strength to do that. See, that's been our long history and our problem. People coming with their outside way of life, that at the end of the day, like Larry was saying, does not have our best interest in hand. Now, you brothers in North America, I know you think that Yahweh is got the greatest thing going. It's a way of life. It's Superman type shit. I get it, brother. What I'm telling you is, it's not what we were talking about early on. We were talking about ancient cultures that pre-exist anything Hebrew, anything Christian, and anything Muslim. And these brothers was getting it right in line with nature, understanding the way of life longer than any Hebrew had. We're talking 10,000 years of history. The Hebrews only got 3,000 years of history. No more than 8th century B.C. of living on the planet Earth. 
So I get I mean, you with the peace treaty. See, I, peace I, but treaty. I, 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 I think, guess brother. that would be something. I just want to just make my point. Okay, I think I think I think what you got what you got to mess up at is that that brother like going over there. Up. And, I heard you. They, like they, a missionary, they, they, I got it. Yeah, like like they going over there and they they are evangelizing the people. Actually, when That's they exactly over there, what they doing, brother. Don't be don't be listen, listen to me. Listen, don't be disingenuous. I'm telling you the truth. Yes, I'm telling you the truth. When they went over there, actually, when they went over there, it was people that already over there. That knew they were Hebrews and were telling them information. All right, there we go with that. They was giving them for here. I'm telling you the truth. They was giving them for here. That's because we got to them before y'all got there. How about that? Let, let, let's keep I, it I real. Thought, but I thought we, I thought we did it though. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say this to you. I'm gonna say this to you. Right now, we can go to Africa and we can find people claiming descended from the Prophet Muhammad. In North America, right now, we can go on any street corner and nigga tell you to come from the seat of Abraham. That don't mean I it's mean, the truth, though, bro. Right. That don't mean that's the me, truth. Let me, let me get my perspective on this, because I think it's something that's probably going to be naturally something that would happen. If if I was of a certain kind of a faith, and, and I did come over and, and, I, and I built huts for you, or, or I gave you shelter, or I gave you food, or, or, or got you water and electricity, I think it would be something natural for me to try to identify that with the culture that I'm, that I'm trying to assist. So in other words... If somebody else, if you're teaching me about your culture because I want to learn your culture, I'm going to put the similarity of my culture to your culture. Say you did have a certain God. I would say, well, my God is this. And, and, and I can understand where you're coming from. And maybe maybe if this this faith can do so much good for me, then maybe this faith can do good for you. I think it would be natural for somebody to say, well, Yahweh has inspired me to come and to save you and to see you as my brother and to see you more clearly. So maybe you can learn a little bit about where I come from and simultaneously I can learn where you come from and, and, and your thoughts also. Number one, so I can help other people that may speak the same language as you or, you know, I'm living over here for a year. I think it's natural that we would exchange cultures and identities just so we can fellowship and learn amongst one another because maybe that person's saying man this person got all that money this person driving that kind of car i'm seeing pictures i'm seeing computers i want some of what that person got maybe that's what the indigenous people are saying also but it really it has to be a, a deliver of information that has pure intention and a good heart because if a person has a hidden agenda then that's where things can go wrong but I think it's natural to want to exchange information with the people that you're trying to assist. I agree, but this this is the problem that we run into. It's it's a it's a thing where I'm getting the feeling that that you guys are thinking that these brothers went over there and they evangel they was evangelizing people. In actuality, they went over there and they they went to Liberia first. And when they went to like when they went to Liberia. They didn't have. They didn't really have no place to stay at. They was living. In, they was living in tents. They was living in just as bad as anybody that was already there. And they struggled. They struggled all where, the way brother. up until they was coming from where. They was coming from, from America. From America. They sold everything they had here. They sold everything they had here for plane tickets, and they went over there. They didn't have. And they wanted tickets. to go. And they wanted to go back to Africa, right? Yeah. They didn't. They didn't have. They didn't have. When they came. Why not they Israel? Came like, Why not Israel? Why not Israel? Because anywhere we go, because Africa is Africa is Israel. Israel's North nah, Africa. Nah, no, 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 no. Listen, you, listen. Let me listen. let me tell you. Why wouldn't they go to Israel, brother? Come on, why uh, they go come to on. Israel? Get you. Can I? I, I I'm just asking you, you a good question. That's a good question. I'm 
what, what, year, what year are you talking about? What, what, what year are you talking about, brother? They went over there in 1960, I want to say 66. So you're talking, you're talking about Ben Amin and them? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Right. I, just, I just want to be clear so that so the listening audience can understand who we're talking about. Yeah, and, and, they, and they, wasn't, they, they didn't go there with money. They didn't have no money. They, they struggled with the people. People got sick. They, no, they, it, was, like I said, it went to Liberia because Liberia was a transition. Before they were always uh, uh, desiring to go to uh, their, their their homeland, but they went that's to a, Liberia a, because there were a, politics that were involved. There were regimes that were communist. in place in Israel that were that's not a, letting them in. So that's, that's, that's why they that's went a to common, Liberia. No, no, that's a, that's a common misunderstanding. That's a common misunderstanding. A common misunderstanding. Right. Please clarify. They, they wanted to, they wanted to go to Africa. Period. It was there was a thinking about it was thinking oh, about uh, it was thinking about Liberia. I mean, they, they was thinking about Israel. When they went to Liberia, when they when they when they went to Liberia, they ran. When they went to Liberia, they ran to they ran to problems. Okay. Where did you get that from? Because I go to the Soul Vegetarian Restaurant quite regularly, and I hear the story, brother. Listen to me, and I hear the brother's story, and we don't have a problem because we don't go back and forth with each other. That's disingenuous for you to act like they never was trying to go to Israel. They ended up in Demona. It's, 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 it's part of their prophecy. I'm you, listen, listen, wait, wait. It's part of their prophecy. Listen, hold on. Do you believe in prophecy, listen, though? Do you believe listen, in prophecy? Listen, listen hold yes, on. Do you believe in prophecy? Yes, I do. But I'm trying to tell you the story. Okay, so wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Let, just let me get this straight real quick before you add your story in. Hold on. Can you give me a little story? Was it not prophesied, right? That Ben Ami would return his people to the promised land. And I know damn well, no matter what you say, Liberia was not the promised land, brother, no matter what you say. Now, it was cool till you start making up shit. You're making it up. I don't care what book you break out. I know the whole story. And I don't have a problem with them going there, brother. Come on. What story are you going to tell us? What truth? All right, I, I, what say, truth I say, I say what, I say what. On, how about, how about we Come deal on, with that man. in the third session, the third part of the session too? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that in the third part. On that part okay. Come on, man. All right, yeah, so let, yeah, let me let me, post, let me let me post let me post this up right now. Come right. on, man. I so, so, want to hang out there. Hold on, hold on. I just, post, I just posted up in the chat room. Hold on, I'm sorry. I just posted up in the chat room. The Philanthropist or Repository of Hints and Suggestions, Volume 2, page 156, um, is dealing with the Moors. And on uh, 156, it says, The name by which were latter have always been known to them is Nars, in the same manner uh, as they have been known by the appellation of Moors to us. Such a man belongs to the Nar nation. I think that's very important because we're talking about a Nar nation and these people that are Nars, also known as Moors. But when you deal with the Nar nation, what happens is when you look at the slave logs of the Louisiana slave logs, it'll say nationality on there, which is points of origin. It'll have tribe and and where these people came from. You'll see uh, nationality as Nar on there, and you'll see slash Moor. As the person on there So it's important to understand that um, Just accurately pointed out in this book The Philanthropist um, The same people These Moors were known as Nars And the nationality that they were identified in Was a a Nar nation Um, I'll post up another link In just one moment that will also uh, Further clarify that Remember y'all Get all these links on 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 a web page 
and I'm Roscar Afterglow on the Real Black Atheist webpage. We got a section dealing with the Afterglow, and you can get all these links, man. All right, so definitely make sure you support um, Brother Ankh's uh, independent blog. It's an excellent blog that gives you updates, um, information, um, uh, different articles. Um, uh, the, the guy Jonathan, he has an excellent book as well. To deal, I mean, an excellent blog as well um, that deals with the Rap God page. Make sure y'all check that out. You know, so we, independently, we're also putting out information just at a terrific speed right now. We're building on so many various topics. We're going to be consolidating all of that into an app that will be available in your smartphones and your computers, and it's going to consolidate all of this information to you and some exclusive material. So make sure y'all be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let me, um, let me see what I got next. All right, so this link is with uh, what? Proving that connection? Between the knowledge and the more, am I correct in that? Yes, that's correct. That's what I wanted to put in there that, they, you know, they made it clear that they were also known as Moors, you know what I mean? But we're talking about the same people. So these Moors were part of what's called the Nar Nation. And I'm uh, I'm pulling up some other links right now that's going to well, clarify you the Nar Nation. Huh? <laughs> All right. Alright, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. Um let me go in the line real quick. Um, What's that Let's see. Go to the line. You wanna say add something to that line before I go to the line, Joe? Um no, not really, because you know the only thing that I would add is that that non nation that yeah. was known as Moors. Right. Uh that's not the Oyo Empire. Them Yorubas. I'm sorry, please clarify. Say it again. The Oyo, Oyo Empire. Okay. The Yorubas. They, they wow. never knew them. They never knew them as Moors. The Ayu, the o- What? Damn, man, man. what? Say what? <laughs> Go ahead, brother. What you saying? Connect that. I said the Oyo Empire. Oyo. O Y O. Okay. Look it up. The Oyo Empire. Those are your Oh, yeah. Is that the Oyo, the name of the name? Did he miss the Oyo in his wig right here? No, Oyo. O Y O. O Y O. O-Y-O, okay, why Oyo you, Empire. What am I missing? Why did you, you mention that? You said they never heard of a Moor before? Is that what you said? No, no. I said I said they were Yorubas. They were not known as Moors. Okay. And you brought that up for what reason? You know, I always got to point out that we were not all called Moors. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can correct no. <laughs> See, I'm not, I'm not gonna let y'all call my ancestors no mores, man. Uh, no, I, 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 I concur with that. One hundred and ten. I agree. I'm with you. 
I'm with you, yo. I'm, I'm with you, bro. <laughs> nor nor has there ever been a claim. There's never been a claim that all of us have always been known, known as more. Yeah, that's what yeah, I, I agree that, with you. That that is the entire that is the entire argument that I was making. Because people saying that we was all called Moors. I'm saying I no. have seen people make that claim. You are right. I yeah, have seen that no, claim. No, made. that's not right. No. That no. is not an assertion uh, made made by us. That, was, that might be an assertion. That might be an assertion by John spoke. Jackson, though. John Jackson uh-huh. talks about that at a certain time period that all blacks was considered Moors. You might have to fight him See, on that because he said that. He said well, that. Well, the there, there was a time uh, when African, African it, yeah, there was a time when African was you know synonymous with being a Moor, or or being a, a, a Negro was synonymous with being a Moor. So I mean, there there mm-hmm. were times where you know you could you could see that, but. You know, to be a, a broad blanket statement, as matter of fact, you know, y'all was all Moors. That's simply not realistic. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna do that to you, brother Larry. You writing exact on that, brother Larry? That's all. That's all. <laughs> see, see, now we on the same. You can't stand the Moors. <laughs> you gonna get a letter to your house saying you wasn't Moor? You no, take listen, your DNA test. Here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Right. Here's my thing. I will tell you what. Let me what's let me put it out there so that the Moors could deal with it, right? All right what's First of all, indictment number one, right? Uh-oh. They they conquered Spain and then they named it after white people. What's up with that? Okay. Right. <laughs> indictment indictment number two, right? Uh-huh. They made a non-Moor their leader. They got a dude ran out of Baghdad and he was made the leader. What's up with that? What's his name? You know what I'm saying? That's all. What's his name? What's his name, bro? Huh? What's his name? What's his name? Al Mansour or something like that? Oh, you don't even know the name? Al Mansour. They killed his family. They killed his family in Baghdad, and he ran his ass up out of there. And he wound up in Al Andalus, and they made him the damn caliph or whatever. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on my computer. I'm on my phone. But if I'm on my computer, if I'm on my computer, come on. This is common knowledge, man. Dude, dude. Listen. They called it Al Andalus, man. That's Land of the Vandals. Now, why would they call it Land of the Vandals? That's where they conquered them at. I mean, that's neither here nor there. The 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 Moors that were you're talking about in Spain. I mean, they spoke various languages. They spoke Arabic. They spoke you know they were the first speakers of the of the Latin. You know, different variations of it. You had other Moors that came in later on. Excuse the, me, would you repeat that, please? Sure. You had Moors that were running Spain and establishing universities in Spain, and they spoke Arabic. They spoke indigenous uh, African languages. Hold on for a minute, Ish. Hold on one second. We got 90 seconds to call in. The call in number is 347-857-2055. Um, call the number again is 347-857-2055. We will go to get into the last hour of the show. We can take them. Any questions y'all want to deal with? Go ahead, brother. Sure. So the, these Moors established multiple things. They came from Senegal, so they spoke uh, indigenous African languages. They spoke Arabic. Uh, they spoke Latin. And they established uh, universities in various parts of Europe, uh, including Spain. 
So they spoke various languages. Um, oh, you kind of lost me because I'm trying to wonder what what that got to do with them calling that place African white folks, Al Andalus. You were start, you were asking about why they were naming certain things after the vandals, no, right? No, no, no. Just just the land, just the country. They, they conquered the place. Right. It wasn't called. They didn't get it from the from from the vandals. They got it from the Goths. Understood. They got it from Roderick, king of the Vici Goths. Understood. But the Moors fought the vandals, brother. He, they defeated the vandals. No way. No, I'm not. I'm not saying they defeated. The, I'm saying they called the place they conquered. Land of the Vandals. Now I know that the Vandals was in North Africa. Okay, let let me make this simple for you. The Romans fought the Afars. Okay. The land that was that they beat them in, they called it Africa. Okay. Understand? I got you. The Moors beat the Vandals. Ta-da. You got it? But no, but the Moors didn't beat the Okay, so you don't you're saying no, so you don't understand the it. The Moors to conquer Spain. The Moors didn't beat the Vandals to conquer Spain. The Moors beat the Goths. But you're asking why the Moors named that land what they yeah. named them. It's because they defeated them in battle. They defeated them when the Romans couldn't defeat them. Now you're losing me. See, here, here, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, okay? The the, yeah. the Vandals, the Vandals was like tromping over the Roman Empire. That was the Roman Empire. They was beating that. That fell in 476. That's what I just said. I, I, I said. I said the Vandals were beating up the Romans and the Moors defeated the Vandals. That's what I just stated. When When did the Moors beat the Vandals? We'll pull we'll pull up and get the exact date right now because I don't want I don't even want to deal with any speculation. Okay. Because <clears throat> I mean I know they they defeated the Goths in Seven Eleven. Don't worry about it. I'll give you the exact date. Don't even sweat it. Let's deal with it. Um, let's see. Okay. So we'll deal with the Vandalic Wars. And we'll get the dates here. Is it four twenty eight? Let's see. Yeah, well, 477, it looks like. 477. Post that link for me. Let me let me peruse that information and get back to you. All right. I'll, I'll, sh- I'll put that link up. Give me, like, about 30 seconds. I'll pull that up. Let me just okay. find the link Be- out here. Because, because, because I know that, I know that when you, when you have, when you have, like, um, how can I say when you just um, said, Larry. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the right word. When you when you look just up. Just said, you, Larry. You're on the moors like I'm on the Hebrew. Just admit when it. When you respect, when you admit respect, it. when you respect, when you respect admit somebody's it. warrior skills. 
When you respect somebody's warrior skills, yes, sir. you name shit after them. Or you take a name from them. You you, you know what I'm saying? You mean like after you That's beat them, mm-hmm. right? After, after you well, defeat them, right? Well, whether you defeat them or not, you take something from them. I mean, it, it, they, they all do it. I know. I mean, when I mean, ask anybody all, that lives in Mississippi or lives in some of these other areas, uh, Kansas, these, these names that are named after Native American people. We already know that, brother. Yeah, yeah, and 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 titles that they take. So what, they what's your like, what's your point? I mean, we live in a country no, that's named my, after my, everybody my point, else, Louisiana my, my and and, and, and New York, number, was, where you live at. There are, so I mean, what's your whole point? You're living in you living in New York after we kick Britain's ass. So what's your, what is it that you don't understand? That was, about? Actually, that was actually number one, right? Uh, and they named it after New York when it was British. When it was British, that's after they got it from the Dutch. Well, it was New Amsterdam than New York, but I mean we, we keep these names after we beat them down. So what is it you don't yeah, understand well, about that concept? Listen, people name things after what they know, but what I'm saying is this, right? That was number one. Number two was why they made a dude that wasn't a moral leader. I don't understand what you mean. Okay. He was an Arab. Okay. Moors are Arabs. So what's your point? Well, no. Well, Moors are not Arabs. No. See, now, 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 first. first Maybe you missed the whole Wesley Muhammad Redefine paradigm, whatever. I mean, there there are many times where. Hold on, brother. Hold on, brother. There's many times where being African and being Arab can be, you know, kind of synonymous. The Moors that were running Spain were Islamized or Arab Moors. There were mixtures of both of them. You had some that would fight other ones. But they were all, you find many times where it would cross over. You would find these Africans that were, they considered themselves Arabs. No different than the way you would go to the Sudan today and see African people calling themselves Arabs. The original like, Arabs are African people. I, I'm not going to dispute that. I got you. All right. So here's what I'm going to dispute, right? I'm going to dispute you calling these people Noahs. You call them Moors and you call them Arabs when you are talking to an audience, right, that clearly understands these things to be different, right? So in other words, so in other words you differed the links that I just posted up that was saying that Nars and Moors are synonymous and that Moors were part of the Nar Nation. You differ with that. No, that's not what Please I'm saying. Please present your information and showing that that information is wrong. That's not what I'm saying well, that's, at all. That's what exactly I'm what you just said. No, you just said that Moors are not Nars when I just said, I just no, put, posted I just like said, three brother. links showing that they are. Well, that's not what I just said. Brother, what I just said was, what I just said was, you're speaking to an audience and you're saying Nars slash Moor. Now you're saying Arab, right? And then you're saying the Moors were Arabs. You understand? Yes, now, yes, that's exactly wait, what wait, I'm wait, saying. Wait, yes, that's wait, exactly what the up. history shows. Let me time out, time out, time <laughs> out. Now, you also said they spoke indigenous African languages. They came from Senegal. We know these weren't Arabs, right? Waldorf. But they practiced Islam. But they weren't Arabs. If you, go to Sudan, if you go to Sudan today, if you go to Sudan today, 
Arab. You will find people that you would call African, they call themselves Arabs. That's if you go to Sudan even today. I don't have a problem with that. I know some. Okay, so so in other words, so 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 in other words, you don't you don't think that people would say it back then, even though they're still saying it today. That's not my point, brother. My point is, my point is, you are talking about different people, and what you are doing is you are putting different people at the same time, and you are broad brushing them into your category. That's what I'm saying. When you went in the synagogue. When you went in the synagogue, you went too far. <laughs> I, I, I think you've come up with creative, professional ways in order to disagree and not even have a stance that you're even taking on anything. Brother, listen. The point that I'm making is this. In Senegal, in Senegal yes. the Muslims are one-off Mandingo. Understood. They're not Arabs. They're uh, still Understood. In history... All of that is viewed as Arab-influenced culture because they wrote Arabic. The slaves that were brought from Senegal and all this stuff, they wrote Arabic. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, Well, I know you don't have a problem with it. It's the truth. So if you look at the logs of what the slaves were writing in their own language, they were writing African language, and they were also write fluent Arabic. My brother. Hence. The, Somebody the, would the say these people from, were Arabs. Showed that the manuscripts from Mali shows that. I don't have a problem with that. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is that because they were using Arab, listen, because they were using Arabic characters, right? But they were writing in their own language, right? That tells you that they had incorporated the Arabic script into their culture, and were utilizing it not as Arabs. They were writing in their own language. Not I got a quick Arab. question. L- I got a quick l- question. L- now, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me just wrap this up nice and tight, because this, this dude is just professional at disagreeing about absolutely nothing at all. We have, we have a link here. We have, we have a link that's put in. It's called Cape Fear Historical Institute. Directly from the institute, you deal with Uncle Moreau from the Cape Fear Historical Institute papers. It states here, Uncle Moreau, which means Uncle Moore is what it means. So you're dealing with one of Wilmington's and Cape Fear region's most unusual inhabitants was Moreau, an African teacher and trader who was born in eastern Africa near the Senegal River, and lived in Wilmington and Bladen County. As a slave of Governor John Owen, it is said he was bearing, his bearing was regal, and because of his manly and open-hearted character was treated with the courtesy and honor he deserves by those who were his legal masters. The Moreau we know of was born around 1770. His Muslim name was Omar Ibn Said and lived most of his adult life in Wilmington and declining years in Bladen County. Moreau was a f- familiar figure walking the streets of Wilmington between 1800 and 1859. If you look at his manuscripts, it's written in fluent Arabic. He was from yeah, Senegal. His name... His, hold on, hold don't cut me off, bro. Okay. His okay. name, uh, or what he went by, was Uncle Moreau, meaning more. These people were all... The, the same person, the same individual, 
could have easily been identified as Arab by people who were looking at the culture that influenced what he did by practicing Islam. So, again, Moore was tied in there because he was known as a Moor, Moreau. He was writing fluent Arabic, Islam. And if you were writing Islam, being an African, even from Senegal, it can be considered as Arabic or Arab or Moorish. It's the same extension of what was taking place in Spain. These Moors from Senegal were in Spain influenced by Arabic culture, so it could be seen as they were black Arabs or black Arab influenced. The same exact principle applies, brother. Now, you can see his picture. If you look on the link, you can see the photos of his manuscripts. You can see his pictures, and you can study it for yourself, brother. Well, can I go now? Can I say now? My only point, brother, I don't have a point. I don't have a problem with I know you don't have a point. I know. That's not my issue. What I'm saying is that, what I'm saying is you're saying he was an Arab. I'm telling you, you know better. You see, I'm not saying what other people considered. See, I consider that ignorance. And I don't have a problem (laughs) with people being ignorant. You they were considered because the same thing If you don't know something, then you will consider something incorrectly. What 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 is an Arab to you? What is an Arab? What is, what is your definition of an Arab? One of them nomads from the desert in Arabia. So, in other words, your 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 identification of an Arab is just someone from that region. You know, my identification as an Arab is the people who identify themselves as Arabs. They're nomads from the desert in Arabia. So so they can identify themselves as an Arab and be an Arab. Excuse me? You just said that they can identify themselves as an Arab, right? No, what I'm saying is when you You asked me what what I was talking about, I'm telling you what I'm talking about. Can an Arab be somebody who identifies themselves as an Arab? Now, you asking me what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the nomadic people from the Arabian Peninsula, right? Right. That identify themselves as Arabs, right. that speak Arabia, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's who I'm talking about, right? The okay. only reason we are having this dialogue right now is because you are talking about people from Senegal right. who may learn Arabic and use Arabic. But they ain't Arabs. They are Wolof and Mandingo. Now, now, what if they identify themselves as an Arab? They're not? Because you say um, so. My brother, my brother, yes. we, have, we have people here in the United States of America who look like you and I that will tell you that they are not like you and I. Should we believe them just because they say that? I think I think that a person is able to define where they come from. I think that if somebody lives in Senegal or if someone lives in we'll say certain aspects of 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 Africa and they say I'm an Arab, you know, say say a person is from from northern Sudan and northern Sudan people are darker than you and I uh, uh either one of us and they identify themselves as Arab, is that right? Um northern Sudan I have a case in point for you, a real one, on video, 
with some people who look just like you and me on right. the island of Zanzibar, and they're asked if they have African ancestry, and they say, no, we're Persian. Mm-hmm. I understand that. And they say our forefathers came from Persia. But when you look at these people, they look just like me. But they say, no, we're not them, we're Persian. I understand that. Okay, what so don't they know where their parents, where, where they, I mean, where, where they're, where they're coming from? I'm saying, I mean, you do have Kushites that went into the Persian area, so I mean, that could be very well be part of their their history. I don't have a problem with that, brother. I would say you do, because I mean, they're telling no, you where no. they come from, and you're saying no, you don't. You're trying to tell no, them who they no, are. No, that's not what I'm saying. Is what I'm saying is what I'm saying is if your forefather came from Long Island, right? And I encounter you 200 years later on the island of Manhattan, and you don't look nothing like the people on Long Island, right? And you tell me, no, I'm not from Manhattan. You look just like the people in Manhattan, though, right? I'm not from Manhattan. I'm from Long Island. And you're basing that on the fact that one of your ancestors came from Long Island. That's why I'm looking at you like you're crazy, Okay. That's my point, right? Now, the only thing I'm saying to you, the point I'm making to you, is not what someone claims somewhere else. I'm saying what you know. See, I got into a conversation with Herman Bell once, right? Um, And Herman Bell kept saying Negro. We were in a history class in Attica, right? And he kept saying Negro, right? And I'm saying, Herman, you know better than that. You calling yourself Hannibal. But you calling our ancestors Negroes. You know they weren't Negroes. This is what somebody else is calling them. Just because you're reading it in a book doesn't make it right. This makes it some written in a book. Okay. You know that we were never Negroes. That's what someone called us. You can find that in print everywhere, encyclopedias. Let me... Let me throw this in there real quick, Larry. I I hear your point, Larry. I, me, brother, uncle, I don't think the original. I, I I would never say the original Arabs was African. I would never say that. That's just me. Let me read this on page one one eighty one eighty nine. Uh, the introduction to African civilization by John G. Jackson. Um, he talks about. Y'all should read that chapter though. Africa and the and the, and the civilizing of Europe. Y'all read that chapter. It's a good chapter, right? And it says in medieval times, the name of Moor was not restricted to the inhabitants of Morocco, but it was customary, right? The word customary to refer to all Africans as Moors. Hmm. The highly ambiguous word Negro had not yet yet been invented. He says we know from customary records. Right, which have come down to us from the era of medieval Moor supremacy, that the Moors did not consider themselves as white men. An interesting discussion of this point may be found in one of the many valuable works of Professor J.B.S. Haldane as follows. I ain't going to read that, but y'all can get it. Look on Google Books, look on page 189. And, you know, that was my point. I was trying to find that real fast. I'm saying, you listening to the I'm Raw Squad. You know, they getting it in a little bit. 
you know, lie, hate the Moors. <laughs> well, no, I ain't gonna say hate. I dislike the Moors about as much as I dislike true. the Hebrews. And just tell the truth. Well, at least true. I'm honest to say it. <laughs> Larry, Larry despises the Moors. That's not true. That's not true. Larry got a Larry got a deep seated hatred for Moors. right? Hold on, Larry. Larry, 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 Larry. Come on, man. Then I'm going to get in, yo. And then I'm open line. I know y'all chopping at the bitch. Go ahead. I missed out on a lot. I just want to say uh, I agree with uh, with you, man. We 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 have to be careful. A lot of those peoples, like he brought up, um, Larry brought up the people in Persia, those black people. We have to remember it was the Arabic slave trade. A lot of Africans who were from Tanzania was dropped off in those areas. Algae's ancestors was a descendant of those people. And a lot of those, if after 500 years or 200 years, I'm sure they'll say, I'm not African, I'm something else. The same way African-Americans <laughs> would say, I'm not African, I'm something else. They was dropped off over there because it was the Arabic slave trade during the Arab Crusade. We have to also remember that Arabic culture comes out of the Middle East. So, yes, you do have people in Senegal that speak Arab, but that's not their original system. It was given to them. It's just like the converts, that people that convert to Judaism or people that convert to Islam. You know, these people are converts. So, yes, the people in Senegal, they speak Arab. They identify themselves as Arab, some of them. But genetically, they're not Arab. They, they just practice Arab culture. To be honest with you, Arabs can be black or white because if you study certain, the Quran, um, the mythical prophet Muhammad say anybody who speaks Arab is an Arab. So if you get a white boy from, from Europe and he learns Arab, he can run around and say he's an Arab because an Arab is just a nomad. It means people who wander or people that goes by. It's just a nomadic group of people. So anybody who speaks Arab is an Arab, but is that, that's a culture. That's something that comes out of that Middle Eastern area, the Arabian Peninsula. Uh, but the people in Senegal g- genetically are not Arab. They've been on that continent or that part of West Africa for almost 23,000 years. Genetically, that they have no ties with these people that come out of the, the Middle East. Now, you got a few people from the Middle East that comes in and interbreed with them, but 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 genetic genetics of all the Wolof, nor the Mende or the Mendingo are Arabs. But yes, some of them do identify themselves. They even lie. A few of them lie and say that they are descendants of Prophet Muhammad. That's their great great granddaddy. You know, people do shit like that in Africa all the time. <laughs> so they say all types of things. They do it in America. They do it in America. I'm in agreement, and that's what was stated already in dealing with Spain. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I, I wanted to add on what it said. You're correct, Ish. A lot of those tan complected Arabs, because all Arabs are not dark skinned, those tan complected Arabs and those black Africans from Senegal, both of them, even Dr. Clark said it was co- called more collectively. So if you were tan, instead right. of this pale skinned European and I. Honey Moors. Blackamoor. Right, you had Blackamoor, Twanamoor. Moors. So right. So if you was a tan person from Arabia, your ass was considered a Moor. Just like the dark skinned dude from Senegal, your ass was considered Blackamoor. It was a description it was a description for darker hue people. Africans are not the only people that's dark skinned. You got tan complected Arabs who are not African at all genetically, but they just got tan skin living in that area. And they'll be considered more. I mean, we just got to, I mean, towards the people in the Iberian region, and you had the white Moors who were converts, few from France who practiced Islam, and it was really a label that they identified anybody who practiced Islam during that time. Your ass was a Muslim, and they, they knew your ass was coming. They called your ass a Moor because you was part of the Moorish Empire, the Almoravid Empire. The Almoravid. Exactly. It was part of it. Mm. Okay. I, I'm, I concur. Mm. All right. I don't All right, have let's a problem with nothing anyone said. Thank you, Larry. Let's open up the lines now, brother. 
on the line. Uh, <laughs> eight, eight, seven, oh, you eight seven oh you eight seven oh your line is open. Black African power. Peace with up. Israel Doctrine in the house. Israel Doctrine. Take them goddamn red caps out the chat room like that, man. You're mad. You're mad. <laughs> Just shrink them a little bit. What the hell wrong with you? Billboard. Wow. Welcome, brother. I talk big, so I type big. Oh, man. Our our form ain't big, man. Our form is, you know, we humble. How you doing this evening, brother? I'm just listening in. Oh, you quiet? Huh. I I think uh, a, a very good book that kind of breaks down a lot of the Moorish history is uh written by um Dr. Jack D Forbes. It's actually a, it's a brilliant book. And it uh deals with um Africans and Native Americans, the language of race and the evolution of basically red and African relations. And uh part of that is he deals with the term more. Um and if you look on on uh page 67 it deals with the term more and its equivalents are widely used in late medieval and early modern Europe, according to Simonet in his study of languages spoken by the Mozarabes, uh, the Christian Spaniards under Muslim rule before 1492, Moro meant Negro and corresponded to Castilian usage of the word Moro, which was applied to horses whose color was Negro. The corresponding more, French, Morris, Hispanic, Latin, and Moro, Valician were derived from Latin, Morris, Negro, and ultimately from a Greek word meaning oscuro. Similarly, Moza Arabic, Muro, was related to Moro, Spanish, and Italian. So again, these Moors were speaking other various dialects. They're dealing with the the Latin, which evolves into the, the Spanish, the Italian, you know, all of this was what was taking place here. They were speaking various languages in their universities, very uh, pristine and elite. Uh, can university. I interrupt you there? Because I don't think that's what that said. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, um, what, what part did you I disagree think, about think, what, what, I, what he said? I, well, no, no, no. No, I think what you just read. Okay. I heard it. Okay. And I thought you was giving an etymological breakdown of more, right? Okay. Um, and that doesn't mean that the Moors spoke all those languages. No. What I was pointing out is that there were various languages in that area that were being spoken. For instance, you had one aspect of the Moors that were dealing, we'll say, from Judaism. They were the Sephardic Jews. These Sephardic Jews were using parts of where they came from, which was Germany, and then the part of the Hebrew of them being Moors, and that's how you get the language of Yiddish. So they were using variations of where they come from, mixing it to the region where they lived at, and they were coming up with other words. You'll find words that were changing for another. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I'm sorry, what's that? I don't agree with that. Yiddish, okay. Yiddish, what, hey, why Yiddish, don't you explain? Yiddish, Yiddish, do you know a language? Do you know a language called Ladino? Ladino. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. La, Ladino, Ladino is the Jewish language
comes from, well, the language spoken by Jews that comes from Latin. Understood. There's several languages that come from Latin, Italian, Spanish, French, Romanian, Ladino, Portuguese, right? Those are the Romance languages. Those languages come from Latin. Latin is the parent language of those, right? Um, so on the Iberian Peninsula, um, where Italian is spoken um, and Spanish is spoken, right, uh, you had influences come in. Greek was there because the Greeks had, like, colonies in that area. The Carthaginians had colonies in that area. Um, then the Arabs came in. The Egyptians had a colony in that area. You know, so various linguistic uh, uh, influences came through. The Etruscans, that's where the Latin came from. But um, the influences of other languages changed them. Like German is what caused uh, uh, um, some influence in Spanish that makes it different from Italian, right? Because remember, them Germans was in there, and that's who the Moors beat up on, okay? So now... Then you also had the Portuguese is slightly different. That's why they're different languages. But they all come from one place. And Romans, they was like rock-solid empire holders for a whole bunch of centuries. And they stamped their culture and their language throughout Brother the Larry, I'm, 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 I'm being honest here. Do you freestyle just to hear yourself articulate? I'm not freestyling. I'm telling the because, truth. Because, I, 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 I mean, listen, brother. You call it we're, we're dealing with we're dealing with Sephardic Jews <laughs> in Sephardic Spain, Jews. right? And <laughs> Sephardic Jews of Spain are tied into the Northern African, the the Middle Eastern, these areas that they came from. While they were living in Spain, the Sephardic Jews were merging these other languages into how they communicated amongst one another in Spain. So what is it that you either you agree or you, you said, disagree? You then you Yiddish. say that you disagree, Yiddish, but then Yiddish you start German. Yiddish, Yiddish is German for Jewish. Yes, Yiddish is 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 German mixed with Hebrew. That's what the language is. I'm just saying, it's the word Yiddish is is the German word for Jewish, right? The Yiddish what language is, is German language, mixed with that Hebrew. Language, the huh? The Yiddish language is Hebrew mixed with German. Um, I didn't. I didn't. Well, see, I'm gonna say this again because you're not. You hearing what you want to hear? I said the word Yiddish. I'm not saying what the language is. The name Yiddish is German for Jewish. I ain't saying that the language is German. Like, like we say, like, like, like we say German. They don't call themselves that. Brother Larry, let's, let's just cut to the chase because I mean you 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 just want to hear your own self talk. Right. Here go no, a link right it's, here it's, and let's just read what the link says. Okay, it's, we're gonna read what the link says. It's, it's called Judaism. Oh, hold on, hear, I, we're gonna break it down. It's called Judaism 101. Okay, gonna get more easier than that. All right, who are the Ashkenazi Jews? Ashkenazi Jews are Jews of France, Germany, and Eastern Europe, and their descendants Ashkenazic are corresponding to nouns. Ashkenazic, singular, Ashkenazim, plural, derived from the Hebrew word Ashkenaz, which was used to refer to Germany. So again, it's derived from the Hebrew word Ashkenaz and re used to refer to Germany. 
exactly what I just said. Yiddish is a mixture of Hebrew and Germany. Okay. What I, is it that you disagree I, I with about disputed, that, Brother Larry? I never disputed, I never disputed okay, that. Okay, so let's go on to the second point that I made. The second point that I made is who are the Sephardic Jews? We'll go to the Hebrew 101 again, or we'll go to the yeah Judaism 101 again. Who are the Sephardic Jews? The Sephardic Jews are Jews of Spain, Portugal, Northern Africa, and Middle East, and their descendants, the adjectives Sephardic and corresponding nouns Sephardi and Sephardim plural, are derived from the Hebrew word Sephard, which refers to Spain. Just like I said, the Sephardic Jews are a mixture of Northern Africa, Middle Eastern, and they speak the Sephardic languages in order to communicate exactly what I had stated. What actually, is it that you disagree you said, about actually, that, Brother Larry? Actually, what you stated was they spoke Yiddish. What I was That's saying was said. that Yiddish was something that had derived from people that were living in the German area, and that it was a mixture of German and Hebrew. And I was saying that came the later. Sephardic Jews were in Spain. The only reason I spoke is because you were talking about Spain, and you said Yiddish, and I know that's Germany. Right? Now, that's all. Brother, I said Yiddish is German for Jewish. Now, for some reason, you heard challenge. That ain't what I said. No. You're double-dutching in the conversation when I'm already talking about the Sephardic Jews, and that was just a branch of what I was talking about dealing with the Moors. We are talking about the Moors that were in Spain and the various dialects that were taking place in Spain. Some people spoke African, you. some people spoke, that's what we were talking about. I heard you plainly. And, and right. once again, what you saying I'm double-dutching, but what I'm saying is you were clearly talking about the Sephardic Jews, right? And, and even even when you just got perturbed, you made clear distinctions between the Ashkenazi in Germany and the Sephardic Jews in Spain. I had uh, been saying talking, I had been saying that Yiddish was a mixture of German and Hebrew. I was already I had been saying that. Yes, 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 yes. I got that. But what I'm saying is earlier on, right? You were talking about the Sephardic Jews, and you brought Yiddish into it. Yes. Now, when you just clarified, you separated them. They are separate. I was talking about them coming later on, where it derives from. Okay, let me say it this way, right? I am not historically naive, right? And you needed to clarify that. Because if I'm not historically naive... <laughs> And I took it the wrong way. How about somebody who's just trying to learn? Brother, all we're dealing with is different aspects of people speaking languages in Spain. And what we're talking about, while they were in Spain, they had various people that were there. Some people were Christians, some people were Jews, some people were Muslims. So we were dealing with the Muslim history, we were dealing with the Jewish history, and we could even deal with the Christian history. But that's all that we were dealing with. You had yeah, a problem yeah, yeah. with you had a problem what? with the with with the with the Moors defeating the the Goths and, and all this stuff. I mean, you just come in and double dutch in, just trying to How make the conversation go left so you can hear your own self talk. How can you say that? How can you say that? See, see, here's my thing, right? What I said was the Moors defeated the Goths, but they named the land after the Vandals. That's what I said. Now that's a fact, right? 
Correct. What? And I pointed what? out that the Moors defeated the Vandals. Yes, and I, I pointed out that the Moors defeated the Vandals. Now, but you say you say it like I'm double Dutch. No, I'm not double Dutch. You professional at that. You know what? What that is? Hold on. We're going to double dust you next call, Larry. Hold on for a minute, Larry. 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 We're going to double dust you next call, yo. Goodness. (laughs) Boy, I tell you, boy. Make me. 331, your line is open. Like African power. This this brother Pilgrim Hanaka up the top. I was talking to you uh, the other day, and I just wanted to say, um, I thought that the difference between people was that black people had nappy, kinky, or curly, um, a pubic hair, and everybody else, they had straight pubic hair. That's the laws of nature. And for uh, the Moors, why do they say that America is our home, but yet they say, why don't they say that uh, Morocco is their home, or why don't they try to fill out a treaty to go stay in uh, Morocco <laughs> while they always say everything is for America. <laughs> uh, that's a question. Yeah, that's a question. I can't answer that. Uh, yeah, well, first first part is uh, Africans have a lot of different types of hair. Um, I'm so talking don't about get pubic hair. Just not, I don't know about the, come on, yo, I don't know about the damn pubic hair. Yo, I'm thinking your pubic hair going to be like the hair on your head, right? No. <laughs> No, no, well, no. You know what? I have not done an anthropologic study on pubic hair, but I'm thinking. Well, that's what you need to do. Where'd you get that from? Where'd you get that from? I learned that from an African. Hey, um, that might be from field research. You better watch out. (laughs) No, no, you could do it. You could do it off of vaginas. <laughs> you can do it all vagina, this is how you gonna prove. That, that's why black, all black people come out of the nasty dugout. <laughs> oh, you better watch out. Oh man. <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that one, bro. <laughs> now that's true, and I answer my question. I'm gonna fall out of more. <laughs> bro, I'm not. I'm not touching that one, man. <laughs> I want to hear some scholarly shit on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's, I, I, that's, I, that's I, off the wall. I'm not. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah, white yeah, man's yeah, definitely, definitely don't post no links. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, are you have to look that up? Are you have to look, look up, up vaginas on the internet? That's what you have to do for that. But, but to my question, why do the Moors say that they're from here when they when they say that they're from uh, Morocco too? Why don't they say are they from? Of Morocco, and why don't they enforce other treaty over there? Why they always talking about that we're from here, and this is their um, indigenous land, and not um, Morocco? 
Um, brother, I think mm. I think a mistake that you're making is that you're you're painting, you know, the term more with a broad brush as far as the philosophies of what people, you know, talk about. The, you'll find some Moors that say they're not from America at all. They say that they're from the land of Moors. You'll find other Moors who say that they, I mean, they come from various locations. So you would probably have to identify exactly which Moors you're talking about and kind of ask them uh, specifically because you're painting all Moors with a broad brush as far as the philosophy that uh, we simply don't yeah. agree upon. I didn't let it happen. So you, so, so you personally, so, so are like your group, or you don't say or that you're from, or that you're from America? Well, I mean, we're here in America, but no, we're not from America, no. We're from Africa. All right, cool. That's cool, then. That's cool, then. I thought that all, because most of them, most of them, <laughs> so on where I say, they say, this is the land that they are indigenously from, but yet they claim a Morocco. They say the Moorish Empire, and they can never really break answer, or, the, or they can't answer or the question. Yes, sir, brother. Are, are you uh, are you uh, on a Facebook page at all? No, no. I'm just calling in. I don't have a Facebook on right now. It's not important. I just want to know. No, I, I, just I, think, I think I think um, if you ever do get on Facebook, brother, please feel free. You can join a forum that I have, which is called NAR Science and Culture, and we share a lot of that information. There's a lot of information that's available uh, actually online, um, not only uh, available on blog talk shows online like we have here at Amaral Squad, but we do share and disseminate information. Um, do you have an email address at all? No. Okay. So I'll probably get up with you again. Yes, sir. And I'll get it just so you I can send me something. Because I usually, I got, I got emails and I forget them because I don't ever use them. Yes, I sir. Them. I, I think your questions are very valid. And and I would, I would invite for you to please feel free to, to, to link up with me. You can either um, contact me through uh, Brother Ankh or, um, I, you know, if you don't have an email address, I can't send you the information. But please feel free to, to contact us via the show. And I'll be happy to follow up with you, brother. Uh, all right. So, all right, that's all right. So I'll see you later. All right. Um, <laughs> I think I think one of the questions was asked about you know where was where's NAR identified um, in the Americas, whatever. And um, I'm posting a link up in the chat room. Uh, the name of the book is um, the, De- the the Devil's Lane, and it deals with. Um, the, the nation designation NAR is found on Louisiana uh, documents dating from the Spanish period, 1770 to 1803. Um, so if you're dealing with uh, looking for the nation designation of NAR being found in Louisiana, which is in America, um, that's your answer right there. Um, does somebody else have another call? Was another call coming through? I know it's 112. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. We're good on that. Hey, Aunt, hey, Aunt, you know, they want every code, but Al... No, did you talk to him again? No, I, I don't know if his phone dropped. It's two eight one area code. You gotta read. Gotta hit one. You gotta hit one on that keypad though. Okay. Okay. Let me see. No. Nope. Aren't the Arab people Ishmaelites, Hebrews, children of Ishmael? Yeah, they're original Israel. Yeah, the Arabs that you see over there now, yeah, that's an original Israelite. Yeah, that's what y'all look like. Well, that's what they look like, not you. <laughs> Correct. 
That's what you look like, Israel Doc. I'm trying to find a picture of the Arabs on the walls of Assyria. They have a picture of some Arabs with camels and they waging war against them. Uh, Asobal Pal, right? So they are considered. They wage the war against the Israel. Arabs, right? Hmm? So they are considered the children of Ish- Ishmael by. That's what they, by that's what they say. That's what they say. I'm saying yeah, that's, 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 that's the mythology. Yeah, that's the mythology. Mm-hmm. Same mythology all day long. All but, day long. No, but you and I know that those are mixed people because because they was mixing from they you know they were taking people from the Caucasus Mountains and they were taking people from Africa and they was mixing with them. That's why you got Arab families and rulers that they look like Puerto Ricans. They, the, the Saudi Arabia is named after a guy who kind of looked like me, Abdul Aziz Ibn Saud, right? But mm-hmm. he had brothers that looked like Adam Clayton Paul Jr. Because daddy had. Hmm. I mean, they were kidnapping women from Georgia, and they were kidnapping women from out of Africa, but in that area in Yemen. A lot of Africans was already west of the coast, well, west of Yemen, southwest of Yemen, like the Habashas. If you say the Quran, they talk mm-hmm. about the year of the elephant. That's, 580, that's 540 A.D. And the year of the elephant, born, that's the Habasha, which is the Ethiopian Empire. But you have the original people, the Vidits, who came out of East Africa, who stayed in those areas 22,000 years ago. And then you had the Habashas that went over there. And they created the Damat Empire before the Aksum Empire. The Aksum Empire was a, a, re, a it was actually something that that was revised from the Damat and went back in 800 BC. The Aksum goes back 300 BC. But this is the thing: once you study the Amharic language, not Aramaic, it's a cousin to Aramaic and at a peninsula because a lot of those northern Ethiopians was letting Eurasian or Semitic people in those areas. That's why when they do the DNA on those people in northern Ethiopia, they got all types of Semitic DNA from that area. And the people in Arabia got a lot of East African DNA, especially in Yemen. So it's really yeah, we're going backwards right. and forwards. That's right. So it's yeah. crazy. But my 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 thing was that they was mixing with whites and mixing with blacks. And we know what exactly. that produces. That produces yes, that's correct. That's it produces yep, right. all kind of stuff. Octoroons, quadroons, mulattoes. That's you understand? Right. And 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 what I was saying was is that mm-hmm. when you look at the people today, that's what you see. Octoroons, quadroons, mulattoes, you see some people that still look like they ancient Semites with curved noses. You see people that look like us and they all Arabs. I got that part. <clears throat> but that's all that's all that miscegenation. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, Larry, Arab is really not a a race. Anybody can be an Arab. I know it's, 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 it's a nomad. It means nomad. It's just a no. It's just a better one. Anybody can be a better one. I mean, you you correct. Yeah, it, it means no one. L- listen, like listen that. to this. It's like the Hebrews. In, in the story, in the story, in the story, mind you, story, right? In the story. <laughs> I gotta keep saying stories. So okay, story. We know. Story, we know right? I mean, you're the same. You're the same person that was arguing that somebody from Senegal can't be an Arab. 
No, now I you, did not now you're see saying that. it, it no, can't I be an error. I did not say that. 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 I'm not going to let you lie on me. What I said you was, said, you said that when we start speaking about Senegal, that we went too far because somebody from Senegal can't be an Arab is what you said. You and I, this is what I said. You and I, you and I know better. That's what I said. I said people can claim to be whatever. People can understand people who don't know. That's ignorance. I said, but you and I, you and I, and I gave you an example of what I was talking about. I said I had a conversation with Herman Bell. He was calling people Negroes. He's reading the book. Now, you and I know that we're not Negroes, so why are we going to say that? You just got done agreeing with Ngozi that that a person can be an Arab <laughs> from any region. <laughs> but then, but then, when somebody said, when we pointed out the examples of someone coming from areas of West Africa, you just said that no, they can't. So which one is it? Listen, brother. See, y- y- <laughs> you are far too intelligent for me to believe your comprehension level is that low. <laughs> All I'm saying yeah, to you is that look, see, see, okay, like this, right? I know some guys from Senegal. Right, I got into a heated debate with him in front of Sarnetta because he told me he was a nigger. Right? Now this dude is pitch black. Right? I said, brother, we not niggers. He said, yeah, I'm a real nigger. I said, no, brother, no. What are you crazy? <laughs> see, see, we we get into this thing where the power of the attraction of our culture here to other people because we kind of make things look good. It look good to other people. We be styling stuff. We be styling stupid stuff, right? Brother, so you're now, going to hear yourself again, brother. So, 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 are you disagreeing with what Ngozi said, or are you in agreement with what Ngozi said, brother? All I'm telling you is that you and I know better. People can call themselves whatever, but you and I know better. That's all. That was my point to you, brother Dan. Now you are you in agreement saying, with what Ngozi said? Are you in disagreement? Somebody in West Africa can't call himself an Arab. Watch him get down. Watch him get down. Now, are you in agreement with what Ngozi <laughs> said, or do you disagree with what Ngozi said? It's a very simple question, right? It's crazy, yo. It's crazy. It's crazy. Watch it, yo. I, I mean, brother, Larry is an intelligent, you are an intelligent and articulate king, man. But you dance is strong, bro. He hit him with the dancing machine. He hit him with the dancing machine. He heard exactly what I said. Come on, bro. Hey, come on, man. That was funny as hell. Yeah, that's just what I said. It's crazy, yo. You don't know better. Dancing machine. Dancing machine. You know better. Oh, man. I got tears in my eyes, though. He got you with that one, yo. Watch it get that one. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He showed you stupid, bro. I showed you a photograph 
of a man called Uncle Moro from Senegal that that wrote who, fluent Arabic. It well, can't yes, get more clear than that. Larry, Larry, they had their own Mandingo culture, and they had the Warlock culture, but once they adopted the culture of Arabia, because the Fulani introduced <laughs> Islam to them. The Fulani introduced Islam to them, and the Fulani got it from the Berbers. But what I'm saying is this. Once they took on the culture of Arabs, they, they, they could identify themselves as Arab because that's the culture. They, that's what they live by. So they are Arabs. You're, you're right. Ori- original, originally, originally, they were not they were not culturally Arab. But once they took on those customs, they say they're Arabs. That's the culture that they live that. by. Oh, I, I don't have a problem right, with hold that. On. But, hold on but, for a minute, Larry. Larry, 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 hold on for a minute. Larry, hold on for one minute. About okay. two, about maybe one minute ago, we heard somebody say, watch him get down. Watch him get down. He <laughs> 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 mean with it, man. He yeah, mean with it. He was not talking about culturally, man. She was talking about culture. I didn't agree. Look, you missing the distinction. Larry, we ain't missing, Larry. Hold on, man. We ain't missing, Larry. We have some fun. We're going to get show tonight, man. Listen, Larry, listen. We're going to get you. I'm clear. Hold on. Wait, wait. Now you kind of danced a little bit. Watch him get down. Watch him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You did say it. You did say it, yo. You said it. You danced it. Because you ain't mean to say it, but you danced back on it. When you play it back, when you play it back, you're going to play it back. I heard you say, you said he went too far. You said he went too far. And I was thinking maybe he did go too far because you did say that, right? He did I said maybe far. it did go too far. And then you turn he right back around and say, far. yeah. Exactly. So, and then you turn right back around and say, yeah. They can proclaim themselves to be in there. There is a distinction, and I will make the distinction for you, right? Listen. Okay. Thank you. What he was saying earlier was he was talking about Moors, right? Okay. And then he went to Senegal. He's still talking about Moors because he said the Moors from Senegal, right? Mm. Then he he was including the whole area, and he calls them Arabs. Now, I said, hold up. The people in Senegal were not Arabs. Now, you want to talk about, well, once they adopted Islam, they could have considered themselves Arabs. See, that's hypothetical. What I'm telling you is that they are not and were not Arabs. That's factual. That's not hypothetical, right? I'm not saying what someone could consider themselves as. I'm not saying what someone so, might consider himself as. So, so you disagree with what they are, what they choose to call themselves. If they choose to call themselves Negroes, then they Negroes. You can't tell them they're no, not Negroes. Man, they exactly. Yeah, it's the Israel doctrine. Understand? That's what I'm saying. Ain't how it works. Ain't how it works. You ain't no white man because you say you're a white man. I understand where you're where you're coming from, but are you in agreement with what Ngozi said? Or are you in a disagreement? Because you were in agreement with what he had said. That's why I called but you. No, on. see, brothers, you don't understand the distinction. That's because that's why you think that's why you think those two things are related when they're not. All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna watch you get down. Do you agree with what Ngozi said, or do you disagree with what Ngozi said? <laughs> Here it comes. Oh, repeat, repeat it. Are, are you in agreement with what Ngozi had stated? Are you in a disagreement with what Ngozi had stated? Repeat it. 
Brother Ann, can you give us your definition of what an Arab is or what a, a, what the definition of an Arab could, can be? He said one that take on the culture can consider themselves an Arab. That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. So they yeah, take on the culture and call themselves Arab when literally they not. They just the took point. on the culture. So he said they can be considered an Arab. He said they can be considered an Arab. And you said, I, that's right. But now, now can I show you the difference? Once again, earlier what I told you was, what I told you was. Hold on, before you, you start, before you pull the sand out your pocket and start dancing. Song, now, are you in agreement with that? Or are you in a disagreement about that? Oh, man. Hey, 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 I can't save you. I cannot save you right now. You and I know the difference. No, because we want to get on that stage again. We're not letting you get on that goddamn stage. Answer that question. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Why y'all on it? Y'all comprehension level can't be that low. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's kind of when you tell the truth. Y'all comprehension level can't be that low. Brother Larry, you're walking contradiction. You contradicted. I refuse to believe that the Almond Ross squad Scholarship group don't understand the difference Larry, in what I do. You embarrassed because you got caught with that, that with that contradiction like that, brother Larry. There's no contradiction. <laughs> what was the see, contradiction? See, first of all, first of all, all right, hold on, Larry. Hold on, Larry. Wait a minute. The, hold on, Larry. Hold on for one second. Distinction between what someone Larry. considers themselves. Nah, hold on for a minute. Hey, calm down. What you all living about? Calm down, brother. Hold on for a minute, Larry. Larry, one second. second, Yo, hold on. Right now, you're kind of like on Soul Train, yo. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me, yo. (laughs) Scramble board and everything. Back when they had the bushes, yo. And Michael Jackson's on the robot, yo. For the Larry, you dancing with Jody Wally down the Soul Train line right now, bro. <laughs> Look, Larry. Listen, this this we don't right, understand. Larry, come on. The show about to cut off. Larry, we're just gonna call you Shalomar from now on. You just Shalomar, Larry. We we cannot believe that you don't think that we understand the difference. But we give examples of people in America calling themselves this and that. Hebrews this, and people in Africa say they come from the Prophet Muhammad. We so obviously we get that, and 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 it's said that people in Africa. Are calling themselves Arabs, right? He, he, that don't mean that they Arabs, but they consider themselves that, and they write in Arabic, and they accept the Arab culture, and they say that. That's yes. all he was saying. That's and it. You, yeah. Okay, why, we get why it. You don't think I understood that? Because, because of your whole conversation, you, you just couldn't be understand helping it on the no, no, he's like, but you know what? This is why. You are. You were saying, but hold on, lie, lie, stop. You talk the whole show. Your comprehension is that low. Lie, lie. This is what you were saying. You were saying, but wait a minute. Them people really wasn't. They really wasn't Arabs. Well, right. this statement is clearly showing you that they, that we know they wasn't Arabs, but they was considering themselves that. That's hey, why we saying, yeah. what the hell is lie talking about? He's just I a professional at coming up with ways of disagreeing with people. Yeah, yeah. Why are you disagreeing? When he stated that the first time, when he stated that the first time, he did not say, say that. They, oh, they considered 